Hi, everybody. Welcome to FNS Wrestling Podcast, episode 109. We're back in the basement escaping some smoking hot weather again. Seems to be the regular so thing I say. Involved. Yeah, you haven't been outside yet. Not yet. But it's me and it's Jack. We're back here to talk some wrestling. I just... My goodness, that brother of yours. <laughs> I had this day planned out, right? He's... So I know I always talk about your brother's basketball, but now it's soccer. He's got soccer playoffs this weekend. No problem. He has three games today. I went to the first one. Then I left. Then I came home to knock out this podcast and go back to his later game. But for some reason, even though it's a local soccer league, his games are not local today. And I get a text. What we sat down, I set up all the computers, get the recording software set up, and I get a text that he left his shoes in the car. How's that? Isn't that you need those so i had to run back it's because after in between games there's like a splash pad there and it's like yeah but like super flaming hot so he took off his soccer stuff to splash around you need those but anyway so i just raced down there and back so i am a bit annoyed but i'm just gonna relax and talk some wrestling from the week and then i guess outside of wrestling in our banter section what we should probably explain what we did last night what did we do last night fella got a good night's sleep no not exactly that's for sure not i didn't i don't usually jackson went to his first legit rock and roll show last night as we are both humongous jack white fans any project of jack white's he was playing uh in toronto outside which is even better for me it's my favorite large venue i think it seats about fifteen thousand. it's an amphitheater so um his aunt got him tickets for his birthday and i was the one that quote-unquote had to go with them unfortunately <laughs> so yeah we had a good time the opening yeah. band is a canadian Another band one you know called july talk yeah. if you uh you thought they were really good right yeah they were really good live so how did you find the whole uh because jack white concerts you cannot have your cell phone they take them upon entry and put them in an envelope and lock it other and... than not knowing what time it is i didn't really care yeah that was a miscalculation by us was showing up without any sort of watch because we did not know i was time. gonna and then it didn't we didn't know what time it was for the whole night but uh really good show right you had a good time yeah it was great yeah and he ended up liking liking the opening band better than he thought too just because you're learning like what it's like to be live and hear rock and roll because they definitely are louder and more guitar heavy and just more fun right so i I like both of those things and i know that you were whatever about the phones but i honestly think it helped you because i got to watch you like absorb a concert like i would have in the 90s no distractions no um checking anything no like putting pictures and posting them you just had to like live in the moment of a pretty cool rock show so i think it's actually not a bad thing that the cell phones were gone jack white's a smart guy but yeah, so that was a late night. We got back. We made great time getting home, right? Got home yeah. at about midnight. Mm-hmm. But uh, all in all, a really fun time, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like just after midnight, I think. Yeah, so you got a couple t-shirts, one t-shirt for each band, okay. and some other swag. Swag. Some other stuff. Things we all get. get. So we, we're both swag. tired. I think we have our voices. We did a bunch of yelling and stuff, but I, I think my voice is still pretty intact today. Sometimes you come home from a concert and you can't really speak my ears were ringing last night for sure it was loud i don't even know what you're talking about because i was pretty much fine well that's good mm. you have ear problem your hearing's all back so that's nice too oh uh, yeah i guess that's an that's a new detail from last week i think yeah. you were still partially deaf uh, last week pretty sure i was yeah so that's cleared up which is I nice i think that's the timeline timeline gets foggy and then tomorrow we are going to yet another independent wrestling show which i'm Super sure we'll talk kicked. about on episode 110 called Super Kicked. Super kick apostrophe D if you're interested in looking it up. So we're actually getting 
the big match is what? That's uh, House of Black versus some of their folks. So we're getting Black King and Buddy Matthews, right? Taking on some local indie talent that we've One seen. One of which we have seen. Yeah, before. and we liked him. So yeah, I like him. Dan Wheeler, is it? Mark, Mark Wheeler? Wheeler? Mark Wheeler. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're heading out to that show. I actually emailed them just now because they have conflicting information on both the email they sent me and their official site. It says at one thing, it starts, doors open at four, starts at five, and then you scroll down like five inches and it says show starts at six. So <laughs> I'm a bit annoyed and I'm trying to figure out because again, your brother has a basketball camp tomorrow. So the timing of it, we need to get the car back and get out of here. So I'm trying to figure out when exactly we need to go. But anyways, mm-hmm. we'll figure it out. Yeah. So anyways, you're yawning over there. Anything to add? Why am I talking so much? Say something. I'll sip my booster uh, juice. No, I don't really have anything to say. I don't, I don't do a whole lot. That I can confirm. Uh, watched Rogue One yesterday. That kind of sucked. It's a good movie. And I like it. It's overrated. Well, people say it's underrated, but I disagree. Any time I see it, someone will say it's good, or that it's really good. And one guy said it's one of the best ones, and it's not. I liked it. At best, it's it's fine. I liked it. I thought it was good. It's fine at best. Um, but most of the time, I was just kind of bored. Yeah. Um, it is kind of neat because. It showcases an immoral side of the rebels. So exactly. Cool. But I just think the execution's not done the best. Like I, I like Churret, the blind guy, or K two S O is kind of funny. Uh, you know the droid. Yeah. But even then, I found the droid to be less funny this time. And um, I don't. I guess Base Mouse is okay. I really don't like Jin Erso, the main yeah female character, and I don't like uh, Bodhi Rook, the pilot, and Andor is all right, and he's the one getting a show because I don't know why. <laughs> I don't really remember I guess it you, that I, well. I guess you can make a show about anything now. Cause I only I, saw it once in theater and remembered I liked it. Yeah, I saw it once in literally like yesterday you was my it. first time watching like probably four and a half years. Right. So yeah, um, and I, you might even get a second season of a show even though the show hasn't come out yet, which is that's bull. But maybe it'll be good. You don't know. <laughs> yeah, and then I also finished Rebels. I guess before Rogue One, which was good because, um, I like that show. That's that's one of the ones I grew up with. At least like the first yes, couple seasons you did. we watched when it was out, and then yep. like. When it kind of got later, just I I didn't really watch until Zoom Plus, and then actually that was my first time watching the full show through because I would always like kind of just peter out through season three. Yes, and then just never. But oh yeah, I watched it. All the finales are really good. That's usually like where they always hit cliffhang. Yeah, yeah, or like I don't know, they just always finish well. It's yeah. like something good or like two of my favorite episodes are uh, the first two finales. Nice from the first two seasons. Um, I don't know anything yeah. else to discuss. That's it. All right. So I say we move into, I'm trying to keep this moving so I can get back to your brother's last game. We'll see if I, no matter what, we end up two hours, right? I can, yeah. We could race through it and it'll still be two you hours You have at least two hours to worry about. And then... Right. And then I can rip back. But anyways, I say we move into specific wrestling talk. And our first segment is where we take a look at some of the week's wrestling news and rumors. All right, so taking a look at the ratings this week, uh, NXT did really, really well. That they're sucks. No- they're normally in the 500s somewhere, so they got 723,000 viewers this Damn week. It. So that is up a whopping 21%. Earned a 0.18 in the key demographic, up 38%. NXT ratings comparison this week between the two NXT brands. So that right. was uh, Heat Wave, right, which was like a special Wait, episode week? or whatever it was. Yeah. 
this past week was heat wave which oh yeah heat wave was still this week which i thought i mean like just to go thumbs up or thumbs down without getting too specific i thought it was a thumbs up show like it was a watchable episode all because of jordan devlin i was happy he was there no not because he like he had a match but yeah it was all because of him because he is jordan devlin so that is the highest viewership that the program has done since halloween havoc over a year ago october 26 or a year but no a year that's ago, not sorry. the last one i watched not over a year ago wait close no to. i think that was one of the last ones i watched it, i feel like that was the last one i watched i know i watched war games but that's because i was like a ple so yeah i don't like saying that pay-per-view um but i feel like halloween havoc was the last one i watched or one of the last ones i watched yeah so dynamite episode this week down slightly nine hundred fifty-seven thousand viewers 1.5 percent down so Barely, really. And a 0.30 in the key demographic, down 9%. And I mean, considering there was some pretty big stuff on that show, right? Those ratings are, I mean, there's, to me, that to me, 1.5% is you're pretty much holding steady. That's not a huge yeah. difference there, but so down slightly. Um, news, what do you have for us? Um, so one of the big things from the week was, um, obviously, like, with CM Punk returning last week, is assume we'll eventually get the Undisputed title match unification, yes. blah, 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 blah. Um, it's been it was announced for next week's Dynamite and not All Out, which is an odd choice. I thought so on paper. We're everyone's um, very surprised, right? I that really caught me off guard, and I guess I'm okay with that because I trust they have a plan. Like, I guess like the instinct is like Punk wins, MJF is back, or like a I double just fin- Punk wins a double finish. I know, but like that's like probably the instinct, but like I don't think they would do that. Like that's probably what, what do you most mean? people would first think. They're gonna have Punk win, and then MGF will come back. I'm, but I'm saying Punk. most people probably think that they you, you screw a finish, and then oh, I don't think so. I don't. I know. I don't. Do I don't think. Th- yeah, I don't think AEW do that. But I'm saying that's like oh, a typical yes. thing. Oh no, I think they're just gonna have Punk win. Frankly. Yeah, I think so. But I, I, it's not really what I want necessarily. But I think that's what. No, I. If it was up to me, I'd have Mox kill Punk, but not. And then literally. I feel like MJF needs to come back soon. Right, so I it feel like, makes sense. and if, he has built-in issues back. with Punk. Oh, I think he is. Yeah. I don't know. I yeah, but anyways, um, what do I have for us? NXT UK. I put invades NXT 2.0, but that's not. Yeah, we'll, we'll go with that for now. <laughs> that's strong wording. It's not a formal invasion, but it is basically a lot of them showed up on this week's episode of NXT. So you had Gallus. So Gallus, other than. Like the way they're dressed, they don't look like stars. They just kind of look like guys. But I thought they were it was pretty strong debut because they beat down diamond mine right and diamond mine didn't fight back or anything they just like wiped them out basically so in terms of coming in and destroying an established faction they look strong but they just kind of look like guys right that's the problem with gallus is they're like they don't look like superstars or anything they're just kind of they're they're guys they're decent wrestlers that's their thing anyway so um gallus showed up tyler Bates showed up it looks like he's um, getting involved with Braun Breaker, maybe title for title unification or Wait, something. Wait, Tyler Bate won a title? As well, right? Which is pretty funny because it blew up their uh, their whole tournament, right? You want to explain that? Go ahead. Um, the only other person that showed up was Blair Davenport. That's yeah, so basically, um, NX, so Ilya Dragunov vacated the title like a little while for ago. For injury, I hear. Injury, yeah. right? So title's vacant. Eight-man tournament. I think it was like Bate. Um, Seven. I think Bate was fading. Ca- ca- Fighting King Williams, uh, Seven was in there. I want to say probably Gravel. Um, I know like 
Um, so basically, the only first round ma- match that has happened is Oliver Carter versus Charlie Dempsey. So right, we've only I seen watched. one first round match of the tournament, and now the tapings are canceled. Won. And boom, Tyler <laughs> Bate has the title. So yep. I guess Tyler Bate won. I assume he faced uh, Trent Seven. So um, I don't know. I did watch UK this week. So I watched the the first. Well, maybe I didn't finish the whole the show. The only tournament match. Yeah. So the only to tournament. exist. So yeah, the tournament is technically still not finished, but the champion has shown up. And he's got the belt. He was introduced as champion. Like he was. So shebang. Um, which I was speculating, right? That's not a good sign for them because that coming off of also that um, they had canceled the next tapings or whatever, right? We'll get there. So yeah, there was some issues with mm-hmm. it. Um, go ahead then. Okay, so um, related to that is NXT UK will be expanded to NXT Europe in 2023. Uh, many of the talents have been released, such as Amal, Mark Andrews, Slash Morgan Webster, and Well Boar. Uh, company press release also confirmed a Worlds Collide special on September 4th, nice. um, starting at 4 p.m. So um, we haven't had like a Worlds Collide special since like I'll talk about it more in like I think I also mentioned it in High, high Spots and Wrestles, but nice. we haven't had one of those since January 2020 because right. they put that before Royal Rumble in lieu of a takeover. Yes. Um, if you remember, it was Undisputed Era versus Imperium. I do remember. And more. I'll I'll mention that again later. Um, so it's the day after Clash of the Castle, the UK show, and same day as All Out. Right. Obviously, they're trying to avoid the uh, big wrestling the weekend cross. Yes. There, so that would explain the which uh, I figured they would right earlier start time, and this would explain the cancel tapings as they'll be taking a hiatus before the relaunch, kind of like Ring of Honor did before their yeah rebrand kind of thing. So W or NXT Europe in 2023, right? Is Correct. the plan? I'm wondering if they'll keep the UK titles or port them over or rename them i don't know rename them yeah that's what i mean so um and then i also have an updated release list we got 22 i believe mm-hmm. uh 22 of them so we have um released have been amal mark andrews saya brookside any dennis saxon huxley sam grabwell amir jordan daniel luna uh dave mastiff amelia mckenzie primate nina samuels shaw samuels Sid scala um wait he's the general manager assistant guy. to the general yeah. manager um one of the ones that surprised me trent seven yeah, that's a surprise um, yeah. a little bit. Um, Ashton Smith, Jack Stars, T-Bone, Tao Man, uh, Flash oh, Webster, I like Wild Tao Boar, Man. and Kenny Williams. I didn't see Tao Man got released. Mm-hmm. I like Tao Man and Kenny Williams. Yeah, so... The rest aren't a surprise, really. Thankfully, no, no Dar. Right. Noam Dar seems safe. Of the people who showed up, that didn't show up, sorry, in North America, Noam Dar, Noam Dar Mako, Mako Sadamore, is still yeah. alive, and then I don't can't think um, of anyone else, but I'm sure there I is. I can't think of any... Uh, I don't know. I guess Carter. Oliver Carter. Yeah, yeah I was going to say. Smith's Dempsey. gone. Kept Carter. Dempsey's yeah, Dempsey. not here yet. Um, even Raja. I, I saw Raja was released on the first one. I the first list Raja. I saw had Raja, but not Teo Man. Mm, so I don't know. Maybe it's been it's updated. Um, so the present roster list is A-Kid, who's Axiom now, so I don't know how yeah. that works. Yeah. Aaliyah James, Andy Shepard, who I think is the commentator guy. Yep, he is. Uh, AOP Valkyrie. I don't even know who that is. I do. Uh, Blair Davenport, Charlie Dempsey, Ilya Dragunov, Isla Dawn, Jenny, Joe Coffey, Johnny Saint, General Manager, Joseph Connors, Mark Coffey, Satamora, Nigel McGinnis, um, Noam Dar, Oliver Carter, Rampage Brown, Rohan Raja, Stevie Turner, Tyler Bate, Wolfgang. So yeah. Raja is there. Yeah, interesting. Small Not surprised by all the people group. they cut, to be honest. Um. Yeah, but I feel like, I don't know, like a guy like Karen Seven, like, I feel like something you can keep around for NXT Europe, like I don't, I guess maybe they'll bring them back, right? They know they they release people and sign them back. So. They're cutting them for temporary profit, right. save money for a few months. Yeah, bring them back. Temporary extra profit. Yeah, could be. Uh switching gears, I guess to AEW. There seems to be some issues again, whether it's real or a work. I don't really know, but it seems like issues with CM Punk. What a surprise! Now, 
I hate to say I told you so, but I'm kind of the guy that's a li I'm not a huge CM Punk guy, and this is part of the reason, right? Because CM Punk is a very good performer and is great to have in your company as long as you're doing everything CM Punk wants you to do and are presenting him as CM Punk wants to be presented, yeah. right? Um, as soon as that, in my opinion only, as soon as that's not the case, then he becomes a little bit like a toddler to me. Um, Shawn Michaels. So I guess he got mad because Hangman in a promo. What did Hangman say? Something it was about like he was defending the locker room from again, Punk. right? And it's this idea, you know, that Punk's sort of a an outsider coming into this. So Which he didn't he like is. that. So then apparently, as they say, he went into business for himself in his promo. Because he thinks this Hangman week. did that, right? Which I don't think is really the same thing but. so then he you know called hangman out knowing that hangman couldn't come out and called him a coward which apparently was not part of the scripting at all so that was just him trying to make hangman look bad and i don't know there's just all kinds of and this is this guy's behavior while he is the champion of your company right so He's still champion this is what you're gonna get with cm punk you're gonna get ratings probably you're gonna get the crowd really popular and then you're gonna get him alienating part or all of the locker room because that's mm, hangman's like best in so. my opinion cm punk right that's what he does so um i don't know i can't say i'm surprised if this is real this also could just be a work to help st to weave into storylines for the show who knows but if it's real it wouldn't surprise me and yeah i would be on team page for that because i don't know this page is what is punk does a good boy i think so anyways yeah but um, yeah we'll see where that goes right i like they're gonna uh, that they're it wouldn't be surprising if they do a work shoot with this as yes. well yeah they'll probably weave it into the story if it is real that's what they do yep didn't they do that with was it punk kingston or yes i think so um, oh and i guess they're uh the locker room is reportedly uh very annoyed that um What's his face? Colt Cabana has been relegated just to Ring of Honor to get him away from CM Punk, right? So the idea in the locker room is like, here's a guy that's been with All Elite Wrestling since day one, who now is being like hidden away because this guy we brought in doesn't like him or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. So, oh, that's more than that. They have some issues. But so anyways, yeah, just CM Punk being CM Punk, I guess, would be the headline there, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anything else? CM Punk does CM Punk things. I only have two more. Um, probably the biggest news of the week is uh, Kenny Omega did indeed return AEW. He did. Um, back in the trios tournament, uh, team with the Young Bucks to beat a very poorly a kept surprise in Grenoble. In Grenoble, yeah, it was a pretty poor kept surprise, but that's okay. It was it was really cool. Um, he's no, back, a I think AEW force. does a good job of like telegraphing who it is, but not telling but you. Never actually, so that you're it. gonna get the ratings or whatever you're gonna get from that person without, coming, like they did for Punk, but without exactly, but without full on saying it, right? Right. Uh, but then so they're smart, and they're not WWE where they go, ha ha ha, we're not doing that, and then right. laugh at they're you. not gonna like that. Otherwise, then like, they deliver. Mean, sometimes there's times where it's like Keith Lee or whatever, where it's just like, which I think is fine yeah. too, because you don't always need that fanfare, I guess. Like, or you can just tease that is a surprise, and right? Then, yep. Um, but yeah, so that's pretty cool. he was wearing a black shirt. He was, which was odd, but I mean, we can talk about it later. So that's cool. Um, they won. It was pretty awesome. Spoiler. Um, we'll talk about it later. Spoiler. Yeah. How dare you? Um, so a little bit of New Japan, which we don't talk about much, is Kazuchika Okada wins the G1 Climax 32 again. I haven't seen it yet. I plan on watching the two semifinals and the final. I heard those are all fantastic matches. So. He defeated Will Ospreay. So do you know how many times Okada has won the G1 now? Isn't it like three? This is his fourth time. Fourth? I thought it was three because I, I know he won 2012 because he beat um, 
Carl Anderson. The new the where I took um, this from says he is the second wrestler to win the G one four times. I, I think Chono was the other. I know one. he's won at least. I know, and then Tanahashi's won well, it three. Apparently, times, it's four. That's what I'm here to tell you. And Tanahashi's won it three times. I, I think. Except I, I think I know Okada's did 2012. I want to say he did like maybe 2010, and then. From there, I don't know. 2016 was Omega. 2015, Tanahashi. 2017. Why are you fact-checking? I just said he Maybe won four times. I just don't remember when the fourth <laughs> one is. I don't know. I could look it up for you while you do your eh, next I one. I don't know. Um, so, uh, Santos Escobar's over NXT 2.0. Lost to Tony D'Angelo on Heat Wave. I assume he's main roster bound. Because, I mean, where else do you go um, other than bye-bye? I'm pretty sure, yeah. He's Kinda, main, he's main roster bound. And that's like his send-off, I guess. Right? Yeah, he's main roster mm-hmm. bound, I would say. For sure. All right, let's look here. Uh, Okada, 2012. Okada, 2014. Okada, 2021. Okada, 2022. Really? One last year? Too? That's so there you stupid. Go. Yeah. Why Okada, Okada, Okada? I don't know. So yeah, Escobar, uh, I, I think he's awesome. Um, he's obviously leaving behind the rest of Legato, I think. So. Walking Wild and... What's his name? Uh, Cruz Del Toro. Yeah, there you go. So yeah, they're apparently being left behind. Um, that was a good match actually too. I don't think I put it in my high spots, but it was a pretty good match against Tony D'Angelo that he had there. Uh, my final news item again related to NXT: Toxic Attractions, Gigi Dolan and JC Jane, a couple of our favorites, the best right? Ones so good. Um, they're going to be replacing Nikita Lyons. They did replace them. Yes, and Zoe Stark in the women's tag team tournament. I think I saw that Stark has a concussion and then. Uh, so Lions. that's good because the only detail I had is that she got injured in her match and at Heat. Lions is medically unavailable, Correct. which was believed to be something unvaccinated or whatever. Oh, is it? And, and that's what. And she... they were in Montreal, right. so obviously we have stricter stuff that's right. here. So that's I think on brand for what I hear of her in her personal life. So mm-hmm. that makes sense. Um. So yeah, we get. I don't know. I'm not a Nikita Lions fan. I like Zoe Stark and Dolan and Jane or whatever. It's, Worse. It's not a big deal to me. But anyways, that's all I have for news. Anything mm-hmm. else from you? Um, so Claudio Castagnoli, he's got a new challenger for the ROH world title um, next week on Rampage, folks. Um, so I first not... defense was against Takeshita, which was pretty sick. So you care to guess who it is this time? Jay Lethal. Pretty exciting. No, something even better. Even better. Uh, I don't know. Go ahead. Dustin Rhodes. Oh, I thought you were being serious that it was better and I was going to be someone good. Nope. It's Dustin Rhodes. Time to dust Dustin Rhodes off, eh? Every couple months yep. to have a match. I, it could be decent. Dustin Rhodes doesn't suck. It's Rampage. It's, just, it's Go Dustin ahead. Rhodes. Yeah. Yeah, Rampage seems to be slipping. I agree. That's what I hear from people that watch I mean, it. this, like, from Star Power yeah. standpoint, is actually not bad to put on Rampage. So yeah. That's yeah. all right. That's just, fine. Um, it's Dustin Rhodes. It is Dustin Rhodes. Last um, remaining Rhodes, brother. We'll talk about uh, another uh, unexciting challenger later. Um, and then last one, actually, kind of pretty interesting is casino ladder match will return it all out so that's pretty cool i like that yeah that's fun i've only seen that twice before first one was 2020 double or nothings i think i want to say it was the buy-in but it might have been the main show uh that was when brian cage debuted and he won that right then the second one was their anniversary dynamite last year when hangman won to set up the omega match mm-hmm. and that was pretty epic so good um it's weird i, th- I swear there was one more but i and then the the thing i saw mentioned there's only been two i was like yeah there's only been two so Oh, that's pretty cool. I don't mind that instead of the Battle no. Royal. It's yeah, something different. I prefer, like, stipulation-wise, I think. I mean, they do good Battle Royals. It'll too, fill some th- time. This will be cool. It's, yeah. It's usually, like, let's say, like, the first one was nine guys, so maybe this one's around that, eight or nine guys. In there. Cool. So that 
That'll be cool. Uh, maybe probably a Joker entrant. Yeah, I would think they, so. Actually, there's there's gonna be a Joker. They always have a Joker. Yep. So that that'll be cool. Um, yeah, that's that's neato. <laughs> and that's your news and rumors, I guess. Eh? Yep. We're done that. Yeppers. So let's move into yeppers. <laughs> <laughs> what did I say about yeppers? Yeah. Is that what she says? Yeah. Sorry. Lots of uh office references in this podcast for you from time to time if you're an office <laughs> fan you might pick up on them if not you have no idea but we're going to move into taking an in-depth look at this week's episode of aew dynamite and we open with our unproblematic perfectly scripted cm punk promo yes yeah perfectly scripted as we um, talked about in news the first few minutes of this were not planned uh happy day oh happy day he has his own belt right which we expected i mean i don't yeah, know yeah but uh, that's I, newsworthy well, i need to make sure because last week he didn't come out with a belt which is very worrisome because you gotta have your own belt you know? does as i told you he would he does oh i knew he would but it's good that Still he actually notable. did okay it is notable i would note that you if, did if it was fact, a match and that. it was notable so that would be notable yeah um, he says he hasn't been here in some time. He has some business to attend to. Um, then in West Virginia, he says someone from around here he wants to challenge for a rematch. And he challenges Hangman for a rematch right there. Uh, Punk waits. Hangman does not arrive. Odd. So that was all the unscripted part. Yeah. Uh, he says that wasn't cowboy. Allegedly. Insert word. Uh, it was coward. Insert same word. Uh, Poop. Poo. He says, uh, if anyone else has a problem with the champion, come on out. Everyone wants to be the champ until it's time to do champ. Poop Crap. is raining from the ceilings. Poop. Poop. <laughs> Another office reference for you. Sorry. Uh, he says uh, he understands that Moxie has a lot of fans. In fact, uh, Punk is number one. No. Uh, and he knows what it's like to talk a big game and say you're the best. And he knows what it's like to lose big. And he says Mox has always been number two. And someone always has his number, and he is that guy. Mox, he says Mox is the third best guy in his group. Funny. Ooh, that is not very nice. I thought that was funny. Uh, it was, yeah. And that seems to be a recurring thing in his career, referring to also Blackpool Combat Club, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, that's neat. I'd like to see Punk with all his talk. I'd like to see him go up against Omega, because he would not keep up with Omega. Even even a return Omega would, like, just be too much for him. Probably. Omega knows. is Omega. Uh, he, talk, he says Mox talks about breaking bones and the only person who has broken bones in the past six months is him which was his own ankle jumping over the barricade that's right like a doof uh, he says uh, Mox is the interim champion which is temporary and he'll test himself against Mox but Mox won't test himself against him he says Mox's best friend is the third best Eddie he's faced and the second best Kingston he shared the ring with uh, kind of funny yeah that was funny he says He's yet to defend this title. He's looking forward to testing himself uh, against Moxley at all out. Mm-hmm. Wink, wink. Nope. Uh, he says uh, Mox won't even be the first John he'll beat for a title in Chicago. And Mox is number one in that category either, which he won't because not going to happen in Chicago. Nope. Uh, Mox's music hits and he makes his way through the crowd. Uh, Punk says he knows he has a bit of time. He says he'll do Snow Angels in the ring in the meantime. Funny. That was funny. Uh, Mox says... Look out, Punk is dropping pipe bombs, and he's doing what he does best. Writing checks with his mouth that his body can't cash. Uh, he, said, he says he lives in a fantasy, and he thinks he's the best in the world, but he's not even best in catering. Uh, he says all the words Punk's views in the mic don't mean anything, and his title doesn't mean anything, and neither does the interim one until he beats Punk. 
He says every time they speak of his interim champion, they mention Punk. It makes him sick, and Punk's like, it should. And uh, <laughs> he says he's the heart and soul, and Punk says he can be the heart and soul, but Punk is the dollar and cent. Great line. Mm-hmm. Uh, P- Mock says we all know Punk came here because he ran out of money, and he doesn't have fighting spirit anymore. He tells Punk to prove him wrong. He says they have a match at the pay-per-view. Wink, wink. Uh, and he... Uh, He's afraid if he touches Mox right now, he'll bleed all funny, over him. Funny. Um, yeah. It breaks down to a brawl and security breakup. For that last, it lasts a decent bit, but it's a pretty um, lengthy segment. Yeah, I thought it looked it. Lo- I thought it looked good like before, um, because I saw like that this was happening. Yeah, obviously, but I thought it looked good. And it was indeed. I thought it was very good. I thought Punk cut a pretty good promo for Mox. I guess uh, business and for himself aside seems so. Yeah. Um, because obviously I didn't know that at the time. Um. Uh, make the most of the time while he's uh, been gone for a while. I actually already liked Punk more than I did like, because I thought I thought he he's really leaning heel a little bit, yeah, here, which right? is more fun. Um, Hangman Challenge was kind of odd, go figure. Uh, but I guess could sow the seeds for an actual match down the line, which apparently is not the case. But now that I g- they could do work too, so it could be the case. I I'm not 100 percent sure, but if Punk wins at all out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, when Mox was making his entrance, I thought Punk that that was really funny. Some of the back and forth they had were, and this were really good. I thought like a lot of the lines were really uh good, and a lot, a lot of those were amusing. And then also like kind of bleeding each other, like they're kind of cutting each other off, like it feels yeah. like an actual argument mm-hmm. kind of. Um, the line about Shield and Blackpool Comic Club was funny. I thought Mox did great too, cause he's he's always great. I thought they worked off of each other pretty well. Me too. And it was funny because you say maybe Mo- uh, Mox goes heel, but I I could see it going either way, or like they just kind of both lean into that. Like I could see that being the case. So I'm already pretty interested in this match, even though I very much assume Punk will win. And I also say I'm happy Punk does indeed have his own belt because now there are two AW World titles. That is Coolio and Winner gonna have two of the same belt. So that that is something I enjoy. Um. Anyways, I thought this was great. They always they don't always open with segments like they rarely do they now. Don't. But yeah. I think when they do, they pretty much always knock it out of the park. So I th- I thought this was pretty good. Yeah, I thought this was pretty awesome too. Um, Punk's promo is kind of a perfect example of how I feel about most of his promos. I guess it'll be a one week build then, right? Like this. Is yeah, pretty much it. which is why it seems really crazy. Yeah, but I mean, this is even so. So when he's when Punk's kind of being general, I find him kind of rambling and not super interesting. But then when he he's focuses like focus, on yeah. a target like Hangman or Moxley, yeah. or Eddie Kingston, and Jeff, and he just sort of embraces being the prick that I think he is, <laughs> and he just sort of dials it up a bit when he's heel Punk. I think there's like. A, a bit of that just in him naturally um this is me being really anti-punk this week <laughs> yeah, this like, is how i feel about it's this been the guy. whole it's really like coming um, out now um i do find him entertaining when he does focus in on a target oh, yeah, like, I like this, this a lot. as soon as he started ripping on moxley i was into this uh, again that line of you can be the heart and soul i'll be the dollars and cents that's a heel line I, I, a really good line that i liked but that's not a baby face no. line right also the line about He's afraid if he touches Mox, he'll start bleeding. Was really funny because <laughs> he pretty much Mox bleeds, bleeds yeah. in every match, right? So, and honestly, this sounds dumb, but one of Moxley's strengths, I think, is selling being angry. Like he's believable as like he's just enraged and can barely control himself. Like mm-hmm. it's really believable. So, like this was a very lengthy segment, but I thought it ended up feeling like really important is the best way I could say it. And Big it, fight feel. And both yeah, and both mm-hmm. men had entertaining things to say. Mox's Agreed. interim run has been awesome. We've both been a big fan yeah. of it. So it make it it makes this unification match now feel like a big deal. It, it, I guess it's one week away, right? So 
they built this. Yeah, and I didn't I guess, mind that. And I guess that's why this thread kept coming up throughout the show because it is such a quick build, right? Like Mock showing up later again and stuff. Whoa, spoiler. Sorry. <laughs> um, but at this point, I thought it was still for the pay-per-view. So my note was give these guys more time to talk uh, to and about each other ahead of their match in September. Nope. Nope. But yeah. Um, Even so, this was really great. Very cool segment. And I'm not a fan of segments starting off the show, but uh, this was this felt important and it's building a really uh, big fight really quickly. So yeah, I like thought I said, it was very I'm not really going to disagree with them putting a segment at the beginning because like, that's usually when like it's one of their best segments. Like remember, like the, it was, remember the one Punk MJF promo yeah. that started. Like that was yeah amazing. Like I find when yeah they, they don't do it with just any sort of promo. It's got no. Be it's something not like important. it's like when it's when yeah. it's opening, it's good. Yep. So no, this was I, strong. I appreciate strong that. start to the absolutely, show. and it'll get stronger after this brief interruption, which isn't it, which is strong too. But I agree. Uh, it's my boy Not Hobbs. as much. Um, next, we have a Hobbs interview. Hobbs says, Ricky says um, he was okay with losing, and he isn't. He says, for two years, Starks buried around like he was the best. Or I forget ex- his exact wording. but And he hid behind Hobbs because he knew he could take care of it. He says he was hired to make sure Starks kept the FTW title, and he couldn't even do that. He says he doesn't just break backs. He breaks necks or bust spines. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as for the factory, he has something for them, too. Ooh, ominous. Um, thoughts? I thought this was pretty awesome. I thought Hobbs sounded really natural. Um, and what he said was simple, but it kind of makes sense, right? Because they lost that, what was it, triple threat tag match? Yeah, and the yeah, one Rick, that we really Ricky liked. Ricky Starts came out after and was like, but I'm, you know, I'm proud of us or whatever, even though we didn't win. And Hobbs is like, no, man. And I like that. And that also, it's kind of like you get to run your mouth and be this cocky guy because you know I'm here to back you up, right? And I'm tired of it. And I kind of think that's really simple yeah, and really sense, cool. Yeah. I think they have something in Hobbs. I don't I don't know why they're wrapping Starks and Hobbs up in these lesser factions because you're just building these guys and getting them cool. And now it's like you're dealing with the factory or Maybe whatever. Maybe it's just so Hobbs can kill him or something. If, you, if I'm being totally honest, just because I consider them similar like styles, I prefer Hobbs to Wardlow. Like I know. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Like they're similar powerhouse, whatever. I just think there's now something about I Hobbs as a heel. Hobbs is more of a package. Like I, obviously he's not like he's still got a ways to go, but like in comparison, like Wardlow, like he's got solid promos, but like as a character, he's not. No. And also like puts him in a spot for me like i feel like also hobbs is in a better position to put on like we've seen him put on decent mat- back and forth matches like dante martin yep stuff like that and hobbs right? has that snarling heel face I oh think he it's does amazing. that's so good yeah um my only little nitpick was he's like i was hired to cover starks as champion when he when he joined team taz cage was technically champion right that doesn't really matter but just but yeah i thought this was a i was pleasantly surprised i thought yeah. hobbs did a really good job with this promo and i thought what he said made sense i guess you could say like he's just protecting he's protecting cage and now starks i don't know Anyways. just to tell you i absolutely loved the first hour of this show yeah. i would put this first hour up against pretty much anything probably NXT. but anyways we'll get to the next part of that first hour mm-hmm. um if he's getting involved with factor let's all just hope he uh kills them he quick does he has, has to them. right yeah he has to could face them all in one match and he kill them I'd love for him to no sell a gut punch just to tell Ogogo to suck it. That would be Speaking of gut punches, that's one of my notes on the Danielson match. His his punt body punches look amazing. I don't understand. I don't understand him hitting why... anyone anywhere looks amazing. I don't understand why one man is so much better at fake fighting than so many other people. I don't get what Danielson's like yeah. h- how. Anyways. 
Uh, speaking of Brian Danson, uh, we have Bryson, Brian Danson. Brian Danson. Yeah, Brian you got the disease. Brian, Brian Danson uh, versus Daniel Garcia, three and two to three falls. Yes. Three, two, three. Yeah. All right. Uh, so Garcia counters a Frankenstein and Sunset Flipman for two. That's the first note I had, so that was kind of cool. There's a strike exchange uh, later on. Uh, we have a uh, shoulder capture suplex Amazing. by Brian for two for Love some it. reason. Rogue Garcia. Uh, there was a pile driver by Garcia, and he locks in a pretty nice dragon sleeper. Like it was like a dragon sleeper with like a hammer lock. I think it was. Yeah, I don't normally take fall. notes anymore because you did such. But this match had so much stuff, so that's it. You're hitting all my stuff exact exactly. Yeah. Shoulder capture, pile driver, dragon sleeper looks pretty good. Like he's actually yeah, applying. Yeah, he a got in, like a hammer lock with his other arm. Like it so looks painful, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, there's corner chops uh, from Garcia. And then Danielson actually, like, so Garcia went for the Dragon Sleeper again, and Danielson counters that into a pin to get the second fall. So Smart. Garcia went back to the well, couldn't get and it. And Danielson's ready because yep. he's a technician. Yep. Perfect. Um, top rope, shotgun drop kick for Danielson, missile shotgun, whatever. <laughs> uh, there's, like, so there's this bit where, like, they're both, like, they got, they're holding each other's hands, like, in, like, okay, that's Double weird. knuckle lock? Double, like, yeah, knuckle lock or, like, a wrist lock. And so, like, Garcia's just like forearming him with like both yeah, hands. Awesome. That was really cool, actually. Yeah, and Danielson comes back by doing the same, and then just normal forearms on the ground, like kind of a ground and pound thing. Takes take notes, carrying cross. You know, <laughs> I saw I just saw a thing when I was looking for news that he almost did UFC before returning. Okay, bud. That sounds like a joke. Maybe his real me. punches are better. Yeah, maybe I he guess, doesn't have to. Oh, I hope so, because <laughs> um, otherwise I'd fear for his life. Not that I really care. Um. Garcia counters the wrist trap stomps and then does those to Danielson yeah, instead. Cool. And then Danielson stomps the crap out of Garcia's face with those wrist trap stomps. And then Danielson gets someone with like a kind of a different angle on the label lock, which mm-hmm. is kind of cool. Um, so Danielson picks up the win. Two falls, two, one. Um, after the match, he offers a handshake. And it looks like Garcia is actually like genuinely yes. like accepting. Like he's just kind of like got this like weird look on his face where he's just yeah. like. Kind of like I don't know, stunned is the right word. Like I, yeah. you, you could just see him. It's like he just looks like I don't know, it was tired or something, but he just looks different. And then, um, he gets attacked by uh Jericho from behind. Um, who was on commentary? And Garcia actually stops him, kind of pulls him off. Jericho's point was like, "What did you just do?" And Garcia slaps away his hand, and then Jericho says, "You better think about this." So that's interesting. Teasing a mm-hmm. leaving the jazz and joining the combat club. Maybe leaving the jazz can kiss my. I ass. mean, we've said it since the beginning. He's never belonged. No, in jazz, really. right? So, um, I thought that was a great match. I'm still very surprised that it didn't main event because it certainly got the length of one, though. But now, having seen the main event, makes sense. Mm-hmm. But, um, not just for the return, I guess, because they want to put Kenny last before I knew it was Kenny. Uh, really making we wait for it. It's like you know it's Kenny, even though you don't know it's Kenny, right? Um, but this was absolutely great. Um, made the most of the lengthy time. I got one of the more lengthy uh, dynamite matches. Yeah, sure. it was long. Um, I thought all the falls were well done. I like when uh, Danielson tied it up because he countered the move Garcia already used to like successfully get him. So I thought that was a really nice touch. I think Garcia looked great here. He was really good as a technical wrestler, not a sports entertainer. Something like Danielson, but like some of the aggression. Too. I feel like he's kind of like got like some of the aggression of Moxley and then like the technical prowess of yes. Danielson somewhat. We're becoming um, Garcia fans, I yeah, feel like, right? We were doubters to start. Yeah, no uh, absolutely. Yeah. And they kind of won me over and then we were like back to square one with Jazz and, and then now, now it's like yep. we're kind of going back. Um, I think Garcia's good. He's just being like really miscast, which happens sometimes. Um, And they did start to tease him leading Jazz, which I think is a smart move because he's way more fit for Blackpool Comic Club. He's perfect for their group, I think. Arguably even more than Yuta, who I think is a solid fit for the group mm-hmm. too. But I think Garcia fits even more than Yuta, but I'd obviously keep him. And I them. feel like they know that and they put him in Jazz with the expectation of a storyline. Do you know what That's, I mean? I could, 
Like yeah, maybe it depends on how long they're planning this. Yeah. Right? Maybe that's why the Blackpool Comic Club is kind of still going on. Could be. Um. So maybe we could set up uh, Danielson and Garcia. Like they kind of team up. Maybe we could do Jericho and Guevara. Like that would be a solid tag match. I could see that being like a, an yep. undercard match on the on all out. That'd be. I think that'd be cool. Um. I guess this was a, this was the first match that so was technically like the opener. Right. Um, quote unquote. So I I guess either way you put this or the segment uh, opener was a great one. A uh, fantastic TV match. I liked other recent ones more, but it's also up there. I yeah. would say. I thought this was fantastic. Like easily pay per view quality. Yeah. Physicality, totally technical wrestling, blood, uh, super hot crowd. So I think what it is for me with guys like these two is that it's really easy as a viewer to suspend your disbelief during a match like this, right? You can actually pretty easily imagine that these two are really beating the hell out of each other because it looks real. What they're doing makes sense. Their counters, their transitions. It's very, it's all very logical. It's like a really, 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 really good fake fight, right? Which is, it is. Um, That's for me, it's it is, what yeah. separates some of the great wrestlers from the rest. Um, and these two, like this, and maybe it's, um, Danielson leading a lot of the way, but I, I don't think you can not give Garcia credit in a match like this. Yeah, right? absolutely. This match you have to kind of carry your weight here at the very least. So I'm a, I've become a believer in Garcia's in-ring ability. And I, I mean, working with Danielson is only going to make him look better. I love. I think once he's got that Blackpool Comic Club character that fits him, yeah. um, I think we could probably seem like, because like the promos that you like were the ones that would probably very well Correct. fit in Blackpool Comic Club. Where he was Club, being right? more real. Exactly. So I think like once we get like, that's like the regular, I think, yeah, absolutely. I think it'd be good. So I love this match. Uh, it was my match of the night. I don't think it was yours, but there was stiff competition. There was, um, yeah. But no, this I. Was, this was. Uh, I thought this was fantastic. on any other show. Like recently, this would be match of the night, right? If, like, and and a pretty good sign for a show that had another match that was comparable in quality and enjoyment agreed. to this, right? Mm-hmm. In a two-hour show, so I I like the bit of tension and after Garcia and Jericho. It was too. like what forty minutes or something, right? Like I think something so. like that, like. It made Dynamite fly by because, like, just like that, you're. Because my note show, after this match is we're at 52 minutes after yeah, one we, segment like, and a match. We, um, and it was I remember we stopped, we took a pause as we tend to do, like, after an hour and a half. I was like, because I thought we were yeah, half done. I was I like, know. what? We're no, at an hour and a half. Like, we literally just paused and watched the main event, I think, what, Thursday, probably? Like, Incredibly it, it fast by hour. In the best way possible, yeah. Yep. Um, next, we have a private party swervely interview. Take a bit of a dive off a cliff. Yeah, yeah. we sort of. <laughs> Not even to be mean to them, no. but. No. <laughs> Um, Private Party says the, uh, the champs who shall remain tag team nameless uh, disrespected them saying they weren't ranked because they are ranked number five. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> gotta keep it going. It's They have to know. They gotta know. It's, if you're fifth place contender, you're getting a title shot before the number one <laughs> is generally yeah. the rule. I think the thing is FTR has been number one ranked for like a few months. Yep. Yeah, like Maybe. at least since like... Can't, which is uh, coming up in my analysis a little bit, so I won't yeah. say it now. Um, Swerve says, uh, private party. I've been here for a while, and this is close to get to tag titles. Remember when, like, they we had like the tournament for the inaugural champions, and they beat the box, and it was like a huge yep. deal. Yep, <sighs> how far they have fallen. Yeah, that sucks because honestly, like, as much they're cool, they can be cool, they can be, which it's just it's just been a long time. Yeah, um, and as much like AEW gets a lot of care for like because they they are great building stuff, but like, this is one of the ones where they definitely slipped up. Mm-hmm. Um, Lee says that they swerve in their glory, grown. Uh, they can go back down the ladder. And there's other stuff I didn't catch. This feels like super low tier for a tag team match. I guess that's why it's a filler of defense on Rampage. But even then, I feel like you could do better on Rampage. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I wish they were given something better to do. Maybe like the champs team, like a top team, because I love Swerve and Lee. I think they're awesome. I would, I love the match when they won the tag titles, but 
they need to have something meaningful so that there's like obviously i don't think you can so easily elevate them to bucks ftr status but they need to do something so there's not such a disconnect between it's like you're these my other notes, two buddy. teams like and the champs yeah like i, I love swerve and lead they talent wise they but, totally have the potential to but be up there on a different level they are on a different level and you need to like they I can agree. be on a different level but they, it just can't be so far like there can't be such a disconnect and if you're on that different level then you can't be the champions you need right. to they have need to some sort of build to get you close to that level or debatable that you're at the level of remember FTR, when they won the tag terms we were talking about there was like the, the big five that yes. they were talking about like these guys need to be elevating more and like it's because I want them to be champions. I think they're great as champions. I and love both of them. And I don't think them, doing but... it on Rampage helps. No, I think like obviously I don't want this match on Dynamite, but like just give them something meaningful to do. Like I obviously FTR are now occupied, so give these guys a solid uh t- title match feud for uh All Out. Like I don't, I understand like wanting to bolster their defenses, like having another one on Rampage. Yeah. But if you're like honestly, like I guess they have nothing to do. But like I'd rather them build to a pay per view title match than just have a meaningless. Yeah, match on rampage like that's better time spent. The bottom line now, if you're the tag team champions of AEW and you're not facing FTR, that's a problem for me. Like, yeah. there's no reason why anybody else should be um, in the running other than whoa, FTR. Whoa, right whoa, now. whoa, whoa! Private Party are ranked number but, five. So, so and it sucks roll. too because I like you. I like Swerve and Lee as a team, I but really something's like missing. Right? They're yeah. not. I just can't take them seriously with FTR and Young Bucks at that level. Um, yeah, and they need to do something to at least like elevate them like close. close it feels to me mean. what my final note was. It's it's not Swerve and Lee's fault. It just feels like they're champions because those other two teams have other things to do, right? Because trios the Bucks tournament, are doing trios, FTR was doing. They're with Wardlow, and they have like three other titles and wrestling in other federations and yeah. stuff, right? So it's like okay, we default to you guys then. But it doesn't feel like they're like. To me, FTR is the uncrowned champions right now, right? I know they have championship titles, several, but, but not the <laughs> so, main one. So, yeah, yeah. I, that's my issue with this, right? Which sucks, because I, I don't... I feel like they can elevate them, um, and I think they should. Yeah. Um, It's just a matter of time. Like, I feel like you... you I don't think you can elevate them at the same level or above yeah. FTR box, but you just need to, like, get them close. That's, like... Oh, they could at least they're in the conversation. Right. You know, like for like the best teams in the company, they're in the conversation right now. And no offense. Not exactly. Wrestling private party on Rampage is not doing that for no. me. So I don't think there was any problem with this interaction in no. terms of private party, but like the overall story and so the ra- angle I don't is have not... an, like people said they need to get rid of the rankings. I don't have an issue with the rankings. They just need to work it better. I think, I think they it's could a keep, decent keep the records, get rid of the, get rid of the rankings. Yeah. I don't know. I kinda like having the rankings around, but like also I just I want them to makes i just want it to make sense because but private party is ranked number five so of course they deserve a shot it's ironclad logic yep my whole argument doesn't make sense i guess um next we get tony niece coming out for something for a match air quotes because <laughs> there was definitely one planned all right i saw um, somebody said that mox was the first star of the show for st- for stopping them from having to watch a tony niece match <laughs> <laughs> which That's i thought so was mean. which i thought was harsh but <laughs> yeah i was like I was kind of like, uh, Tony Nese. Like, I don't dislike Tony Nese. He's just so, like... there's His matches are really good. Out of all the like, people on the roster I want to see, doing? Tony Nese is not high on the list. I would watch Woods and Nese as a tag team. I'm interested, but... Oh, my... They had, like, the mini feud with the tag champs, but the match they had with uh, Swerve and Lee wasn't even a title match. Weird. And now it's just gone. Like, yeah. they had, like, the street fight on Rampage. 
That wasn't even for the titles. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. That that's. But sorry, I ruined now. what happened. Nice came out. Mox comes through the heel tunnel. I what? I have Tony Nice taken out by Mox, who is big mad. Is what? <laughs> yeah, he took out Sterling too. Right. But it was <laughs> he was just like frantic, and um. So Mox says, um, he's uh been waiting too long for Punk to come back, half a year, ish. Uh, and if they want to unify the titles, they can do it right now. And he calls Punk out. Punk ma- makes his way up a bunch of, bunch of security stuff. And there's this one guy who looks like Road Dog. Um, uh, the Mo- and Mox tries to make his way around to, uh, to get at him, but he can't. Claudia and Yuta also come to hold him off. Um, like Mox will try to like kind of make his way around, and then Claudia will like pick him up and just yeah, like carry him. Back. <laughs> that was really yeah. funny. Yeah, he's a big strong boy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I this feels a little and not in a bad way because. Attitude Era is far too overrated in some regards. But this felt yes, this felt a bit Attitude Era in terms of like anything can happen. It's unpredictable. Like you're not getting yeah, the match I you like thought this, you were getting. It's a short bit, but I really liked it. Me for too. It caught me off guard. I wouldn't Same. have expected because like when's the last time AEW's done something like this? Because they they have done this before, where like you kind of like yeah. cut off one thing for another. But like, um, like scenarios where like this where one thing is coming from, it, it just feels fresh. I don't know. And it yeah, and I, don't, I don't see it a lot. And within two segments now on this show, this feud is red hot. Right. Yeah. After them talking to the point to where I'm other, not even like minding the nope. next week match. I agree. So I think that's a testament to both of these guys. Yeah. Like, and again, like Mox is incredible at being the furious out of control guy. Again, yeah, like here, I totally, I totally right? buy it here. Yeah. So I um yeah I thought like they built this to a big fight feel in like an hour and a half which mm-hmm. is pretty impressive yeah. so yeah i thought that was cool yeah um it was like it was a short bit but i feel like it was cool it builds a little more like it makes the feud even hotter it does feel like a real grudge match where this like i don't know they really want to settle it and i think like it makes sense they don't like each other because they're not same kind of guys like i thought this was a really cool little bit like and it i guess wasn't really much but like me too i guess the idea would be listen we can't hold these guys off till september whatever right, right? and they're, that's like their they're argument. just gonna yeah, get at each other so we need to get it over with next week yeah sort of thing which, which is i fine. think is the narrative they're going with which yep. i think that totally works no i liked it too uh next we get a jazz interview we did yeah. oh yeah sorry I, get, I scrolled past it in my notes well you wanted to get to gun club varsity <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly we i wanted to get to that main event varsity blondes Ooh, gun that's club. yeah that's the main event i was referring to man match of the year yep Modi. um yeah, uh, Jericho says he'll give Garcia a pass for tonight because he had a long match. Maybe he's a little fuzzy, so he wasn't thinking straight. Um, he says maybe Garcia is wavering in between him and Danielson. And next week, he wants to know what his decision is, and he better make the right one. Uh, Ricky Steamboat interrupts. I forgot to mention he was guest timekeeper. Did I forget to mention that? Oh, yes, darn. You did. Uh, Ricky, the belt collector, Steamboat. Mm-hmm. I'm calling that because that's what I did. I was playing 2K14. He's like six belts or something and you were two, playing 2k14 the other day not even like eight no. years ago uh, no not even like it was like maybe like earlier in the week i right. think it was i it was because um it was when my ears are plugged so on the xbox 360 i have to turn on the speaker so i can hear it decently gotcha i can actually hear it through my headset decently because the new headset i got from earthly is like the volume is way better than my old headset Good. but still i don't know anyways <laughs> uh back to jazz you're trying to avoid it <laughs> steamboat says Jericho is the same as when they faced off of Hawaii WrestleMania 25, 2009. Mm-hmm. Also made backlash. I want to say, I think WrestleMania 29 was the Legends Handicap match, if you remember. It was like yes. Jericho versus Steamboat. I want to say Piper and one more. I don't remember. Uh, Snuka, maybe? Yeah. The killer. The murderer. Um, yep. And then I think he faced Steamboat one-on-one at backlash. He I remember. Did. I, remember I know watching. he faced 
Steamboat one on one. I remember yeah. that. I think the hand, I know the handicap match was me, and so that's why I think. I remember backlash the main event being like it was one of those times where they did the six man tag for the of a single title. Right, smart. Makes so much sense. <laughs> I think it was Trips, uh, Batista. And I want to say, or it might have been Shane and Batista. I don't know. One of the McMahons was involved. I pray it wasn't Vince. I don't know. It could have been. Did Steamboat punch someone in this Anyways, segment? Yeah. Um, he thinks Dan's going to be the better choice. Oh, yeah. Lee, Parker tells him to stay out of Jericho's business. Steamboat chops him. Okay, get it right. Sorry. God. Yeah, I, I don't know what to... I think, like, as we said already, Garcia's never fit with this group, and I think AEW knows it now if they didn't know it all along. Like, could have been the plan. This was the plan all along. Or they've listened to the fans just or just realized, like, yeah. he, this guy is... 100 percent like a technician he's like dan more like danielson than he is a sports yeah, entertainer and it's like um they added Gar- Guevara, so it's not even right. like they're losing remember it's like right say they have a faction for you you still got the five male people which is basically just inner circle it's just you threw out pound powerful which is fine i just still feel like this so i've basically now reduced jericho appreciation to they're just a faction that not even that they're sports entertained because that doesn't really come through no like look at all the stuff jericho has been doing that's not he's been doing like his uh the pain maker i guess that the, is sports entertainment like I, using characters guess, like i don't know it's it's not saying it's great but i'm saying that i guess that's sports entertainment i just feel like they thought they had an idea of what they were doing with this sports, sports entertainment, entertainment and then egos, when it yeah. got rolling they just don't, don't know what to do so to me they're just a group of people i don't wonder i'm wondering like what Which, else whatever you do for a faction like that but like and that's like fine whatever. you can have a group of guys that are just together to be together because their strength in numbers or there's factions are that was uh, or whatever. Remember, that's what kyle riley said when, yeah so i don't know i jazz stuff is not thrilling me bottom line and a jazz <laughs> get to um, the main event this here is, <laughs> this is fine i guess speeding things up a bit because i guess already next week yeah um, Gar- the chances garcia chooses jazz or slim because I, I think mean, so I hope so. I wouldn't. I wouldn't either. You can already see how it goes. He chooses dance and Jazz attack them. Blackpool Combo Club make the save. Everyone hugs and kisses. Yay. I'm happy. Maybe not the last part. Yep. Um, and then maybe, oh, hmm. I can't, no. But um, <laughs> you could have Danson and Garcia in the tag toes because right at the moment, the majority of Blackpool Combo Club has gold. So yeah. therefore, I would for the whole faction to have gold. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Yep. Hey, keep going, man. Oh, tr- why no, are you avoiding Varsity it. Blondes Gun Club? Let's go. I got places to be. Oh, why would I avoid I'm trying this? Trying to get to a soccer game. That sounds exciting. And you're fantasy booking every single point we hit here. Let's go. I wish for this to be a tag team <laughs> Iron Man match. Okay. Uh, next we have Gun Club versus Varsity Blondes. Ass. Boys. Mm-hmm. Um, Austin takes up home on the apron, takes down Garrison, attacking Colton. Colton's a couple clotheslines, finishes Garrison with the Colt 45, which is like a neckbreaker thing, which is, it, it's there. In he, 30 seconds? He hit it. Yeah, it was like 30 seconds. RIP Varsity Blondes, I guess. Yeah, ma- imagine getting squashed by the gun. 30 seconds? Oof. How do you recover from that? I don't know. Um, Billy Gunn says he's proud of them. Stokey Hathaway comes out. Ass Boys attack Billy Gunn. Acclaim chase out the guns. It is unnerving to hear their theme play, and then there's no rap that follows. That's just not okay. Crazy. Um, Billy Gunn, they claim to reunite, reunite, dot, dot, dot. Okay. Um, what? Billy and Billy Gunn, and they claim to reunite. Oh, okay. Did you have that Colton and Austin attack their father? 
I mentioned that already. Oh, you did? Yeah. I didn't hear you. I was just speeding through it. Oh, okay. who cares? Um, I'm I'm all for it in a way. I think Colton and Austin need to get away from their dad. And I, if it's me, they change their look a little bit and they're toned down the silliness stuff, right? And see what we get out of that. Um, Hathaway can speak for them. And there's something about Billy Gunn and the acclaim that works for people. I don't, I'm not one of them. I don't really care. Like, I, I'm not against it. But people seem to love um scissor me dad grand daddy billy gun or whatever daddy ass whatever yeah so people seem to like that so i guess they're just giving people what they want and i'm interested like gun club are not interesting right so maybe we can make them interesting with a little bit of a tweak so we'll see where it goes i guess but yeah like varsity blondes that's uh how far they have fallen eh yeah like i guess they were also they lost really hard to house of black it's been yes. a great year for them tough year Mm-hmm. Um, they certainly surprised me with the match because Gun Club just destroyed them. When's the lo- when? When am I ever gonna say that again? Right. Ever. Um, I guarantee they they have tougher matches on dark. Probably. Um, that was fine. Post match wasn't much. Little thing was just to get us the the turn. That's fine, I guess. I don't know why Hathaway would want them though, because they're just losers. Like. I don't know. Gun I guess Club he suck. might get a chance to explain it to us. They hopefully, s- they just suck. But if he's trying to make money, they just they suck. But they okay. don't make money they just they suck um it's cool he's building a brand and it reminds me I, I want ethan page to come back soon i just don't know like you go from ethan page which makes sense to the gun club so that's maybe he's gonna improve them that's, neo. that's what we can hope for i guess <clears throat> i don't even really care if they improve i just don't want to see them um i'm not super told that billy gun is realigned with the acclaimed i guess it's fine i just don't see the point I know people like that, but I don't really see the point, and I feel like it just kind of drags them down because I don't know what purpose. Either. And then I don't want them to be a trio. That's just this is all just shuffling up the low card deck. I think the acclaimed it's are not were that important. Doing good getting away from there, and then uh, I don't know. It's just it kind of sucks for the acclaimed. I guess. I guess we'll see. It's a, a win lose lose because Gun Club win because uh, they're they get a boost. Hathaway loses because he's accepting losers, and Acclaimed lose because they get Billy Gunn. So it's a win-lose-lose. Lose. Sure. Uh, next we get what I like to call, I'm going to call it, if I remember next time, LDLG, Lethal Dot, Large Guy. Uh, that's their crew. Copy and paste from every week from the last three months yeah. or whatever. Dot's angry, comically. Uh, says Sing is seven feet tall, which we didn't know. Wardlow can't do anything. Um, this is all just to for the visual of Wardlow powerbombing Satin M. Singh. You realize that's why this has been going on, right? That's yeah. all they're going for, I feel like, is just that spot. Can we just do this on Rampage and have FTR do something or meaningful? Or just be like, cut away to them. Yep, it happened so, at somewhere else, and now we can move on. Uh, Dot challenges Wardlow and FTR to cheer his match alone because Dot definitely wrestles. Lethal says they beat down Wardlow so bad that FTR took pity and got involved. He doesn't respect the thing that they've done. That is harsh. Uh, Sings has, says to Wardlow to powerbomb if he's strong enough. This is fine. Nothing new from them other than the all-out challenge. I mean, come on. This is the best thing you have F- for FTR at the pay-per-view. That's that's weak. Because, like, does Dutt even wrestle? Last I checked, he doesn't wrestle anymore. Literally, the match that he, quote-unquote, wrestled in was him not doing anything. So why? Like, why? Yeah, I don't. My question is, what is it about these guys that gets them TV time every single week? Large guy. And basically the exact same segment each week. It feels Large like guy. maybe it's just their turn to be on TV for a bunch. And then eventually we'll move on to something else. Because 
I really think it's about Wardlow power bombing Singh, and then we're done. Yeah, and we move on between them and but let's trust get Busters. Uh, trust Busters. I'm. I don't know. I I don't hate them as or dislike them so far. I'm not a huge fan, but I just don't care about them. Yeah, that's fair. At all, even a little bit. That's fair. Um, yeah. So next we have a Death Triangle promo. Uh, Pax says Osprey parades around like he's the best Brit. He begs to differ. Uh, they have unsettled business. Uh, from what? I don't know. I don't care. It sounds good. Uh, <laughs> I agree. Bring and, it. Uh, he's looking forward to next week. Me too. They are an unstoppable unit built for this tournament. He says to see United Empire and Cleveland, and he hopes they're ready. Um, solid promo by Pack. I liked it a lot. Short bit, but I'm glad he's back. Should be awesome. Yeah, I'm always a fan of intense Pack promos, and, and I'm very happy that Ozzy Open and Osprey are Me back. Me too. Standard Pack promo. I like them. Uh, that match, I am super looking forward to. Should be awesome. More Ozzy Open. They looked great in that match that we watched. What was it? It was them versus um. Was it Trent and FTR? Was that? It was it that one? Mm, Could have been. I can't remember. Or was it just best friends? I think it was Trent and FTR. They looked awesome. Anyways. Uh, wait. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Keep going. Jungle Boy. Boy, but th- there was a match on Rampage. Was it that? Who cares? No, we didn't talk about it later. Keep going. No, I, I have know. things to do, man. Was it Best Friends? I don't know. I think it was Cassidy. And... It might have been Best Friends. I think it was... I'm oh, just going to start doing Orange the next Cassidy segment. Orange Cassidy and Rapongi Vice. That's what it was. Sure. I think. Yes, it was. I got it. Good job. Uh, next we have a Jungle Boy promo. Uh, Jungle Boy claims he wore a t-shirt on television weeks ago and he was told not to wear it again. He did. You don't remember? Um, it was no. Christian is a P word. Oh, no. Uh, th- this time he's in all black. Uh, Jungle Boy said that for weeks he's now tried to hit Christian Cage with his hands, chair, you in a car. I knew it. I knew he tried to do that. Uh, well, Christian has done if absolutely nothing. That's him nothing. trying to hit someone with a car. He needs to work on it because he just drove beside them. <laughs> and then tried to hit him with his hands. Anyways. Um, Jungle Boy said he would never just take that, but that's him. Uh, Jungle Boy said he can either chase Christian until he gets his hands on him, or he can man up and face Jungle Boy at all out. Uh, Jungle Boy said maybe the shirt was right, and Christian is too big of a insert that word from mm-hmm. the shirt. Uh, and here comes Christian Cage now. Uh, he shows up on stage, tells Jungle Boy that his answer is no. He says that things are getting in hand, like Luchasaurus got suspended for having an official in the face, which was pretty funny. Um, uh, there we go. Uh, Christian, I lost my spot, uh, said that a year ago, uh, Jungle Boy was, was like, um, he's from Charleston, West Virginia, where he couldn't form a sentence. Uh, Christian said that uh, they said and did some things that neither of them meant. Uh, Christian was in the ring saying he doesn't want to fight wrestle Jungle Boy. He says he wants to go on another run and take Jungle Boy to the promised land that he promised last time. Um, fans chanted, chanted BS, so Christian ripped on them. And he says that they are family. He loves them. He says Jungle Boy took a son to him while telling Jungle Boy to come back home. Jungle Jungle Boy took him down and hit punches and let at least to have a brawl. Uh, Christian tried to get away. Jungle Boy kept after him. They were on the floor. Christian uh, kicked him in the balls with the low blow um, and threw him into the barricade. Uh, Jungle Boy came back, sending Christian in the steel stairs. Uh, Jungle Boy sent Christian's head in the steel steps repeatedly. Um, they stomped on Christian's arm in the steel steps. Uh, Jungle Boy sent Christian's head in the steps a few times and officials uh, came to break it up. Um, so. I thought it was a solid promo from Jungle Boy. Oof, disagree. Um, it was fine. Dude, man got wooded. Oh, did he? Because it was bad. Yeah. Oh, he got wooded and, like, stopped because he couldn't deal with it I thought well. it was all right. Um, not as good as that one that I liked. I thought it was, like, a back. big step back for him because he's been um, better lately. It was okay. I, was, I thought it was better than before when he didn't really cut promos. Right. 
Um, Cage kind of solid promo. It was good. They had some physicality, which is solid. Bills decently to the match. I assumed that they'll have. Yeah, I, I, I didn't think Jungle Boy did a good job here. I think the crowd sort of picked up on his awkwardness, and he then tried to address them, wetting him quickly. But I don't know. I was really enjoying, and so were you. And that's saying something. We were enjoying Christian, like super heel Christian with oh, yeah. Luchasaurus. Then that moved really quickly. And now Chris, Christian's like seems to have lost his edge a little bit. No pun intended. Yeah, he... <laughs> from, from those early scathing promos he was cutting, right? Where he was like ripping into people's dead parents. And now yeah, he needs to bring gone. that back. I don't, I don't care what he says about Jungle Boy's parents. As long as he says something about them, it's a, it's a win. And at this point, I'm a little less interested in this feud than I was or could be. And not to sound like Jim Cornette, but like the heel getting his comeuppance is supposed to happen in the match. So the baby face just absolutely decimated the heel here and like took him out with steel steps. So what's my motive? Like the whole point of Jungle Boy getting the match is he gets to beat the hell out of the heel that's been Which tormenting he kinda him. Which kind of just did. But he just murdered him in front of my face. So I'm not sure. Like it's almost now like Christian's the one that should be looking for revenge. I in guess the it match. depends on like, yeah, I guess so, right? You know like, what I mean? You're supposed to. It depends whole, on what Christian does. To next me, week. as an old man, the booking is the baby face keeps like is just a step behind and can't quite get his hands on this heel and blah 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 till he gets the match and then he can take it to him. But the baby face just murdered him. So what do I need to see the match for? I guess it depends on like I don't maybe know. Christian does something that's more messed up. I feel a thousand years old having that criticism, but I'm just like, well, the baby face just gave the heel his comeuppance next feud mm -hmm. like this feud's done uh be like okay i'd pull something out here it's like uh you know in the sequel trilogy for star wars like ray beats kylo ren in the first movie so it's like he can't really be the big villain anymore you right. know what i mean like the hero already overcame right what there it is did, right so and then our that, hero then... has overcome him and now they're gonna have a match that seems superfluous and then then and then so it's like after they killed off snoke in uh last night which was a stupid decision because snoke could have been cool not the point um not because that could just go on for that forever yes but like in rise of skywalker ray and kylo fight a crap ton and it's like kylo are like and i love kylo but he lost to her in like the first movie and she was like pretty untrained so right it'd be like you know it'd be like it'd be like um jungle witch like maybe like if you beat christian even more here and then they have like three matches and it's just like yeah you know so i i'm like I'm just disappointed because I was loving the Christian Luchasaurus, Luchasaurus thing, and I just awesome. sort of like stepped back from it. So I don't kind of like a little longer than um, the Russian Martin team. It's a similar thing where I loved it and then it's just gone. Gone. I'm less uh, I'm less interested in this feud as the time passes. I always love Luchasaurus, but I'm not gonna lie, I did I did enjoy something different. I still think there's a chance that he's still on Christian's yeah. side and he kills helps kill Jungle Boy in the match. Maybe that's the pay per view might thing. help. Yeah. Perhaps big turn of the pay-per-view. Uh, next, we have a quick Warlow and FTR bit. Or the pinnacle. Just mm -hmm. kidding. Um, they Cash, called themselves that. They did. Yeah, yeah, that's why I said that. Uh, Cash says they'll face them anytime. You don't mess with the pinnacle. Right. I guess. I, I don't know. It doesn't have to be like. I guess it's like a pseudo pinnacle. Uh, Warlow says everyone gets powerbombed. Yep. Uh, Dax challenges lethal to a match next week. Um, This is fine. I don't want the pay rematch match because that just seems like a waste of time. But Dax versus Lethal could be dope. Yes, I say I had the same simple, straightforward promo. Dax was a little bit more subdued than he is sometimes. Yeah, but yeah which is all right. Dax Lethal—that's my wrestler of the year right now, taking on Jay Lethal. I prefer Dax Lethal to who's had some good matches so. to uh, the pay per view match because honestly, I have zero yeah, interest in that. And I, I Dax agree. Lethal is like taking the two best guys from. Hundred percent would rather watch the singles. Yeah, match. absolutely. And like Lethal's 100%. like solid. I don't. 
I don't love him, but he's a pro in the ring. And then I've a couple with matches. Dax's hot streak, yep. I think that's a perfect combination. I agree with you. And the 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 tag team match is not super interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Speaking of a perfect combination, hmm. let's go to Tony Storm versus Kylan King. What up? So is this our only women's match of the night, Jack? It is. It is. Indeed. So I imagine we're getting two stars in this, right? Like yeah, star power. Because yep. you're only have time for two women. Yep. So you're going to put in... Tony Storm, which that's all right. All right, I'll give you that one. Yep. And then the other superstar is Kylan King. Who's <laughs> like I, I don't remember I know she was an EW, but I don't remember the last time she's I been almost here. feel like they're trolling me at this point. Because I criticize them every week and they're obviously listening. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like this guy keeps saying, you know, we're not making much use out let's of our make it worse. one women's match every week. So let's get Kylan King in there. Next week, it's like Thunder Rosa actually, versus Sky I'm, Blue. I am going to say some nice things about Kylan King. So I'm not totally just ripping on her. She's tall. But so anyways, tell us about this banger of a match. Um, the only thing I noted was a pump kick from King. There's kind of a spine buster by King yep. uh, for two. Uh, that's a hip attack turning DT by Storm, and then like a pendulum DT kind of like wait, 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 uh, for the win. What's the hip attack called? Oh, uh, sweet cheek music, isn't it? <laughs> yes, yeah, sweet cheek music. <laughs> I love that. Me too. A, it looks really good, and it's funny. And B, that's a funny name. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So sorry, I stomped on your finish. Tony Storm won, right? With the a pendulum DT, which I thought looked fine because King but sold not it. Not a finish. Good, but, but like, it's dumb because like. It requires a lot from King, so it's just like it's a fine move, but I like like the stump pile driver. That yeah. was perfectly fine. Short so, short pile driver, whatever you call it, snap pile driver. I like that, yeah. So I was a bit surprised at how much Kylan King got in this match. And actually I thought some of her stuff looked pretty good. Um I thought she looked kind of slow at times. Yes. Her kicks it. were not rapid. Yeah, that's mainly But neither are Luchasaurus's. And he gets yeah, away with it. Yeah, but he does it cool though. That's true. I think her height kind of gives her like her lankiness gives her a unique look that I thought was kind of cool. I thought she did a good job, but like, who the hell's Kylan King, yes. right? So, unfortunately... I, I know thought, who she is, and even I don't know who she is. I thought Storm's sequence leading to the finish looked pretty good. I thought it was a decent short match. But again, not to harp on this, but I do every week, this is the women's match on this show. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's it. So, mm-hmm. anyways. Mm-hmm. Carry on. Um, so, it was fine. It was about what you expect. Storm looked fine. This wasn't the best match or anything. It's a real shame. It's the only women's match. Agree. Because, like... It was a pretty weak one on paper, and on in an execution, I thought it was a little better, I guess. Like, it's slightly above enhancement, right, is what yeah. you're getting for yeah. the only women's match. Yeah. I guess it builds Storm on the way to a title match I don't really care about. Um, they have picked someone better than Kylan King. No offense to Kylan King. Penelope before just came back. She is back. I saw that. Like, I, I know she'd be losing, but at least Can't have her Penelope and... losing. Penelope. Right away. Penelope. Oh, well, that begs the question, where's Bunny? I don't know. Damn it, I'd probably Miss just... Her. This would be her it. spot. I just jinxed it. That would be her spot. Kylan yeah. King's spot, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then Kip Sabian. Kip Sabian. Where's Kip Sabian? He's coming. Don't worry. Good. You better be. Oh, did you... Is he? No, I don't know. Uh, well, they addressed him at... Um... Pac. Yeah. Pac addressed him at his... Whatever that was. Match was. Atlantic title match. There you go. Yeah. Uh, next, we get Trustbusters. Yay. I put uh, truth, best friends. Truthbusters. That's not right. <laughs> It's <laughs> not, not off. Uh, this Fixed package. It. So Trent Beretta, as I will always refer to him as, uh, says that the Trustbusters are together because Davari pays them, and they and best friends are real best friends. Sunny Kiss, who's there now, uh, and says nobody gives a crap about Orange Cassidy and his friends. Oh yeah, he's a he's a trust uh, trust buster now. Yeah, that's right. Trust and trust. Yep. Um, 
Devari says Friday on Rampage they'll get one step closer to becoming the first AEW World Trios champions. And just one thing I just, I kind of remembered. It's like I always find weird when they call World Trios champion. I don't know. It's just like I I was just assume just trios. Like yeah. I guess they do World Titans, so I guess it's not that different. It was fine. Everyone spoke fine. I just don't. I have no interest. Not to be mean, but. I'm kind of glad this is on Rampage because I don't have to watch it. <laughs> it was the only tournament match I don't it's really want to watch. It's like you have a copy of my notes, son. I just I don't want to watch it. I have fine um, video package. This is the least interesting trios matchup possible. Makes sense. <laughs> it's relegated to Rampage. Yeah. Um. I'm praying Trespassers lose, which they did. Cause I really don't want I don't them going. I think they are going to lose. Huh? I don't think I. I don't they know did. why. Oh, they did lose. Sucker. Because oh, I was like, I don't know why, but I feel like they're pushing that group for some reason. Um, I don't know what the addition of Sunny Kiss does to help them. I just, I, 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 I'm interested in heal Sunny Kiss a little bit. I don't see much. Like, I don't see what that does. I don't think it helps them. He, her. I don't know what it is. She now. I she? think. Yes, okay, I think she. the pronoun is she. Um, and like, I don't think it does much for the group. And like, just I was even like, I remember seeing like I said too. Like Parker Pedro is just like nothing. And he's he just, is. Like, he's lazy Brock Lesnar. I just I. I the more I think about it, the more I just I don't like him. And so some point he gets like he gets like hype off of every movie he does. And it's like he's like flabby Brock Lesnar. He's got like a bunch of crappy tattoos. He's like just basically I just for whatever they don't like him. And I saw a bit of Slim J. Slim J has got to be the most out of place guy in AEW. Like he just looks he looks the he, part it, in the worst way. It is strange. He looks like they just grabbed him from an indie show in the late nineties. It looks like he's him. like I I don't know I don't get it and like. I'm, it sounds like I'm being really mean. I just, I don't, with all the the great factions that could be in this tournament, I just, I don't have time for the Trustbusters. When I, the only one who I even remotely like is Davari. Right. Who, like, I'd put him on the same interest level as Tony Nese right now. Yeah, so, that's like, fair. They used to be a team, I feel like. Or I have them as a team on 2K. So, they could do that. I would like Davari to go with no Nice actually. That'd be cool. You do Davari Nice Woods, and that's infinitely better. If they were trustbusters, maybe I wouldn't dislike trustbusters. Oh. But like, I don't know. I feel like I'm going on a lot, but like, I just I don't have time for them. They're just like, and a lot of the lower card factions are just there. These guys feel like one of the ones that are just there. Like they're right. just just below best friends. Yep. Like in like as I'd say status and like, I just like they should be relegated to dark, especially Boudreaux. I don't think he should be on tube. Like. As much as he's they say he wasn't really progressing so on NXT, I think he should have stayed there because at least he can learn there. Yeah. Right now, I don't like. I just, I don't care about them. I don't. I don't really like them much. I don't have time for this. Like, there's better teams you could put in here. Yep, just, I agree. I don't, I don't know why the this is the low rung of the trio. And I'm tournament. glad they lost because I kind of like best friends. Like they're they're always just there, but they have solid matches. So yes. I I like best friends. I agree. Um. So this is where all caps mocks or punk title match next week. Um, I'll just run through it because I did write a bit on this. Like, um, so it's crazy. I didn't expect this at all, especially at the time. I yeah, like, no, I was shocked. Track completely. I was like, did they make a mistake? I was sure this would be like the huge main because, like, if you built this, if you build to this for a pay per view, it would be a huge main event, absolutely. And maybe it could be if they still pull some sort. But like we said, I don't think that's AEW's move. I don't think they really like to do that. If they, I don't either. If they're promising us this match, I think we're going to get this match as is as it would be on the pay-per-view i think so too right um if it was going to be all it would be all out like if they were going to do this like just to set up the real match they would just promote the real match i feel like yep and they just confirmed uh the women's match for all out which is a rosa storm so i feel like if they were going to confirm both they would confirm both um so that being said they must have something interesting up their sleeve 
I had tossed at the hangman idea because that at the time obviously we didn't know that that was just punk being punk. Mm-hmm. So I definitely would uh, subscribe to your MJF idea. I think that makes the most sense. I can't see where else they're going that quickly, right? I I would be surprised if MJF comes back a bit just because like I've just been so quiet. But also I would just I I would love it. Yep, me too. Um. So next we have we have our main event: La Facción Ingol Bernable versus the Elite. Yes, Kenny Omega. Uh, Trios Championship Tournament first round. Yep. Um. So Omega's back. He gets the big intro again. It was awesome. Nice reaction for him too. Of yeah, course. it was awesome. Um. One thing to note: Omega's wearing this weird long sleeve black shirt with like a shoulder brace thing on one of his shoulders. Um, I think I feel like they were trying to either it's true or they're trying to sell the idea of ring rust and that he's not quite full Kenny. Which I think was a good. Yeah, I don't. It makes sense. Which I think they did good. I'll talk about that later. Yep. But so this shirt it reminds me of if everyone's ever seen a uh, Macho Man's disgusting return in 2004 tna yeah. when he did like a six-man tag with like styles and jared and like and he was like basically a sh- it's one of the like classic yep. diminishing returns i don't know if you've ever seen it like where he's wearing like black pants he had like a black truck and he's like just got this like I'm black sure I have. uh long so like if you search macho man tna yeah uh, you'll find it so it looks it kenny's shirt reminds me of that but he's wearing like his normal tights which i love with the design um so i assume this is either cover up that he's still banged up or like i remember you suggested maybe he's not quite back in like the top shape yeah. that he would like which i understand and maybe he's just like i don't know like who knows what he's looking like on the next like he was dealing with a lot of injuries while he was still wrestling yeah, so several different ones yeah so i don't blame him um so notables omega tags in hits the uh, chops at dragon lee did you see it no uh, uh and then uh crowd count punches in the corner omega does the fireman's carry rolling sentom which usually signals the moonsault from the corner but he can't do it selling some ring rest there yep. selling some injuries whatever it is um, so he takes out the lead two. So they do like a drop to hold a uh, gut buster. I think so. Matt does like a drop to hold into a gut buster on the Nick's knee. And then uh, oh, Omega yeah, does cool. a Kataro crusher to Dragon Lee onto Nick's knee, which I thought looked awesome. And then neck breaker on uh, Matt's knee, which looked sweet. It was cool. All was, done really fast. It was fast. really just fluid yeah. tag offense there. Or trio's offense. Um, Andrade tags in and him and Omega have a standoff, which I know just you would love that. Um, Jose distracts, uh, so Roosh can attack Omega from behind. Nick, ja- Nick, Jats- Nick Jackson, hot tag flurry, which makes the world go around. I love that more than anything. Uh, I don't think he did like the usual kicks there, but that's just what I think when I hear Nick Jackson hot tag, and that is one of my favorite things ever. Is a Nick, good old Nick Jackson hot tag. Um, he, when LFI were in control of Omega, uh, during the commercial break, then Matt tags in with a bit of flurry as well, goes for the double northern like suplex. Lee and Roosh, they stop it, and it kind of turns into a triple suplex with everyone there, so that's yes. a decent spot. Perfect, perfect dive to outside pile by Nick, like kind of like the Fosbury flop. It was on the three. Plancha thing. Landed it perfect. It, it was, all three landed on the He kind of like stalled it in there, I think. He like, cool. like kind of jumped and then did the twist. Like yep. into, It was perfect. He's, it was so cool. Um, backbreaker by Omega, and then Nick hits a drop kick while Lee's on his knee, and then uh, Matt hits an elbow drop from the top rope for two. Corn moves in succession by LFI, and then a triple basement dropkick to a seated Matt Jackson. That was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. There's a nice hot tech flare by Omega. Buckle bomb, double Domingiri by the Elite, which I love that move so much. It's so simple, but I just it looks I love good. it. And there's a cannonball and two basement Domingiris. Yeah, after so it, that who, was really whoever cool. they hit with it sat down yeah, in the it was, corner I think and then Dragon got Lee, hit again. Dragon Lee just kill, got killed he here. He really did. He just I think got, that was his whole point. Yeah, because he's not. Here. I don't think he's sticking around. Doesn't look like it. Yeah. Um, Triple super kick to Dragon Lee and Andrade breaks the pin at two. 
LFIC Omega on the barricade and dragging it to suicide dive to send him and Omega over the barricade, which looked insane. Ridiculous. It was funny because I was just like ma- saying like, yeah, Kenny seems to be sort of taking it easy and maybe not. And then, and then like, that literally. He was like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, he had like the hot take flurry starting to pick it up. And then that like, apparently they were both perfectly fine after, which is great because that looked awesome it, it was looked, like yeah nuts. made me gasp a bit like that was it was pretty insane i, was. I haven't seen them do something like that because it's, it's like the steel breaker right? so they pulled it up a bit which i think was good because otherwise i don't Look nuts. know how you do that um andre hits a mega with the moonsault fake moonsault for two that's what i'm gonna call it uh after dragon lee hit a hurricane run and nick on the outside classic um andre hits a mega with a hamlock dt met breaks the pin for near fall um, Omega kills uh, Dragon Lee with a couple of V triggers, and he hits the, the one high knee he hit was oh, yeah. ridiculous. Uh, one winged angel seals the win as it always does. It does pick up the win. Um, what did you think of Fan- the main event? Fantastic main event. Um, that pretty much delivered on my high expectations, right? As a person loving trios and loving both of these groups, this just, is how you start the tournament. Just non-stop action, insane spots along the way, and yeah, just when I thought Kenny might be sort of easing his way into things he picked up the pace the and, then, and then took the craziest spot of the match right everyone involved in this is fantastic i love trios wrestling um maybe because the laissez-faire refing that people get upset about doesn't really bother me um partly because this is the world aew has created right like it's different and you might hear me complain in wwe about some refs missing things but that's because that's not they're the, always like so that's not the world they've created. they always keep the rules so like the world tight, aew yeah. has built is that they are lax on the tag rules. right because like how many that's times like you have is. like a lax counter like when right. people are like wrong said like because wwe are so like on the counter yes. you know what i mean so it is very different it's, it's just not the world like they bias. built and i'm fine with it yeah um so yeah there wasn't much chance i wasn't going to enjoy this match it was fantastic um this is the only company I think in North America offering these matches and I love them and the roster's absolutely stacked with teams for this. So I really look forward to the rest of the tournament and this division in general going forward. So on a normal episode of Dynamite, this would easily be my match of the night, but I I have to say, and, and that's one of the things I put in my overall, I'll say it here, is that this company can offer you that technical clinic that was whatever, 25 minutes, whatever it was, and then give you a trios match where it's just nonstop insanity. And they're both amazing, but completely, and you love them both, right? completely yeah. different matches, right? Like a singles technical and a trios just spot fest. And all of it works on the same show. So I love this match. I, um, yeah, it was great. Mm-hmm. I know you liked it. I think yeah. even more than I did. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think. Yeah, for sure. Um, I thought it was a great match. I thought it was amazing. Um, I don't know which is better between this and the opener. I'm a little undecided, but I think at least I like, got more enjoyment in this one just between Omega um coming back and like all the action like i don't know which i think is like i like actually better but this one just i enjoy it a lot more like that they'd big the big intro for omega i i love that um i love that entrance still it, it was awesome it's always fun um and even though everyone on the planet knew this would be omega i'm still super happy it's him that he is in fact back i kind of forgot how long it's really been like we haven't seen him this entire year until now. like this yep. is his first match of the year. That's right. Uh, which is pretty crazy. Um, well, a lot of times I forgot he was gone because I, like I said, it was a long time. I did miss Omega a lot because he's, like, he's the best. He is the best. He's the best they have. Um, I like him a lot. Um, so I missed him way more than I did Punk. Yeah. I think that's not Me even too. a contest. Me too. But, um, it's different situations, but nonetheless, Omega's been out for a while, so he's cheered a lot. Elites did seem face here, but, and it could just be because of the return. I'm not 100% sure about uh, the Bucks yet being face. 
So yeah. um, we'll see. I th- they definitely did seem facier, but he, then that could just be like between the return never and LFI. Yes. So I guess it kind of depends on who wins Death Triangle, um, United Empire. Because if United Empire win, I feel like Elite would be faced, which I prefer actually. Actually, I can't even say that because it's Death. <laughs> it's Death Triangle, so I don't. I don't. Know. It kind of it hinges on next week's match. I feel like yeah. which uh, roles the elite will play, which is fine because I think they would do. I yeah, they could right. do either. I feel like he could lean phase just because people love Omega, but we'll see. Um. Okay. So now actual matches. I got a little distracted again. Um. I thought it was a great team match. Well, I didn't want it to be open. I think it worked way better than main event just because the whole spectacle of the thing. Yep. Oh like, yeah. All you, the action with there. Kenny returning, that's your main event. Yeah. For sure. Crowd of soft for Omega made it better for sure. I think Omega delivered a great performance here. Weird shirt aside, uh, he looked great. He was obviously holding back a bit, but then even then he wasn't at no, the same he time. Got, he started to look like normal Kenny near the end of it, I thought, mm-hmm. right? So I don't know if um, it was intentional or he just got more comfortable, but he definitely ramped it up by the end. Um, but considering the last few matches he did were like with a bunch of injuries and were awesome matches, um, uh, and he's been working all the time. He did a great job. As far as comeback matches go, it was perfect. It was amazing. Like he you you would hardly know yep. he other than like when they purposely sold it, but like honestly, like he basically looked like normal Kenny aside from the shirt. Um, Lee had a lot of tag offense or the trios offense, and I love I love that so much. It's like a uh, tag offense, but it's like faster because you have like another mm-hmm. guy it adds another layer, another layer of offense. Like it's so cool. And because it was LFI's return, or sorry, Omega's return, LFI were on the defense most of the time, specifically Dragon Lee. Um, he, yeah, Dragon Lee. I like some of their offense too. All the tag offense in this match was super awesome, super crisp. It was so cool. Um, best start to the turn tournament that they could have had, I think. Like, I think it was perfect. Um, one of the highlights is that suicide dive. Yep. Uh, thing from Dragon Lee. That was crazy. Um, rare do I you get like an actual reaction, but like I definitely reacted to that. I like this a lot. It didn't feel like it ever really let up, considering like no, I guess like there maybe no during rest. the commercial break, but like considering Omega was like in there, so. I think that's great. Also, um, I'm don't think you. I think you forgot to mention it, but you noticed. Um, remember Andrade seemed kind of injured. He was very, very much not using his left arm. Yeah. At, so like, that I even looked it up after. I haven't seen anything, but he mm-hmm. did not look like he wanted to use that. It arm seemed like it, but I really hope not. Could have just been selling, but they weren't commentary weren't mentioning anything, no. so I was kind of confused. And it seemed like legitimate. Did you cover what happened after the match yet? Oh, I forgot. Which yeah, seems... they basically just they kind of turned on Dragon Lee. Yeah, unmasked him. It was. I don't weird. know why that needed to be there. It, it was super. To me, just too. let the show end with the tre- fabulous trios match. And is that just because Dragon Lee is not? Is I guess he not so. Signed? It's a quick write off. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that was necessary. Mm-hmm. He could just not be there next week, and it would have been the same to me. Um. Anyways, Happy Omega's back. I think that might be my match. It was just. It was perfect. Yep. Great uh, event. Um. That another another diamond match. Like it. The amount of great matches we get on tv is insane it's good um so overall thoughts i thought this was obviously a super strong episode i didn't love that document called i didn't love everything year-end awards um danielson garcia was my match of the night but the main event was a ton of fun as well and fantastic um and then you got a really strong lengthy opening segment between punk and moxley you get Moxley running in again later that I thought was really good. I really liked the promo from Hobbs. There was nothing that was really bad, and I was about to give it my A-, and then I realized, like, you know what? No. A show that has two matches this fantastic and a segment that's that strong and really builds a match right quickly right away that I really want to see, that's an A show. So I gave AEW Dynamite an 
A this week based on the strength of main event, opener, sorry, opening match and opening segment, I guess. Excellent show. Quite mm-hmm. enjoyed it. A. Um, yeah, the first hour of this was fantastic and it on it genuinely felt like a flu by like a lot of time I find myself like I'm like I always enjoy Diamond Bone was like like I, I enjoy in them but I'm like kinda looking for a break. But this time like honestly like the break came like it like it yeah, just we flew got by like almost first, all of it. We watched an hour and a half. Like we literally just left the main event and I was I was pretty surprised. Yep. Um so like the first hour was pretty flawless, like fantastic opening segment. Hobbs delivered pretty well and then the 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 two or three false match was fantastic. Um, I think that was great. And you have a bit of a you have a bit of a fall off. You have like the private parties which thing, which was but that's fine. Um, Mox Punk bit, which was quick, which I actually think is great. Uh, Jazz, whatever. Uh, the the tag squash, fine. Dot lethal, no thank you. Yeah. Death triangle picked it up a bit. Jungle Boy was fine. Um, Warlord Hero was there. Then the women's match was. I just feel match. like the stuff that was then, good like, was so good that it, was it so sort good. of yeah, averages it puts it over the top. Yeah, and then you have a couple of things, and then the main event was fantastic. One of my favorite main events in a while. It was just absolutely fantastic. So yeah, I think the good far outweighs the bad or the boring. Like, right. there's just a lot to love here. I think you definitely gotta check out like the first hour dynamite, like, and then the main event. Like, I mm-hmm. think those are must see. Absolutely. I um, I think an A is uh, perfectly fair. I think this was awesome makes me happy to give anything we review an a because that means we really yeah. enjoyed it and i mean we have uh dax lethal and then uh, another epic right. trios match next week so uh, looking good we'll see how that goes awesome all right well let's transition from some aew into our trivia segment where jack's gonna tackle a trivia topic of my choosing in what we like to call off the top of his head All right, so this week we are going to talk about WWE's, I think exclusively, best tag team matches. So I'm consulting one list from the Sportster and then found a couple of others on my own. So I'm going to just sort of, I, I imagine I'm not going to have to give you too many hints for things. So let's see, if I just say this, so best tag team matches, ready? So for the first one, all I'm going to say is Hell in a Cell 2017. And you're going to know what it oh, was. Oh yeah, um, Uso's New Day Hell in a Cell. Correct. Yeah. And that match was awesome. That's the one where they used the kendo stick to trap him in against the cage, right? That was smart. Um, I think you'd get that one. NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 2016. Oh, was that DIY Revival? Correct. Very good. Uh, yes, fantastic match. This one I don't think you're going to get, but we'll see. So it is Armageddon 2006. Three teams. I'll give you that hint. Oh, no, four teams. One, two, oh, three, four. Okay. With a major catastrophic injury. Right. Eminem, Hardys. Yes. Uh, William Regal and Dave Taylor. Yes. And then uh, London Kendrick. Right. And what was I'd the injury? That's when uh, Mercury gets busted. He got his face destroyed. Yeah. Big time. I'll show you the picture I'm looking at. Right no, now. I don't want to see it again. Okay, that's not bad. It's gross. That is the face when he's like freshly open. That was, was a like, cool gross. match. I remember it. And I remember that injury too. It I remember because it was impromptu, so they changed it. Because I think it was supposed to be Eminem versus... Think just Regal and the other guy. SummerSlam 1990, two classic tag teams. Possibly two of the GOAT teams, it says. Our Foundation? And? British Bulldogs? No. Rockers? No. Big men, right era, though. Uh, well, I mean, towers? Have, not tall, but bigger than those. Not like giants. 
Wait. Possibly the greatest tag team of all time in WWE. Demolition? Correct. Yep. Um, let's see. This one I don't remember. Raw, May 26, 1997. One of the best matches in 97. The tag division. Uh, a makeshift team forced to work together was against... Was it Heart Foundation? So, who is who? Bulldog and Owen? Correct. Was it Har- Michaels and Austin? Correct. Yeah. Very Wow, why would you know that? Uh, 2K Showcase, 2K16. There we go. Very good. Uh, SummerSlam 2000. That should be easy. Oh, yeah, the, the TLC one, which is Dudley's, Hardy's, Edge, and Christian. Thank you. All Edge right. Number four could be easy, too. WrestleMania 16. Uh, oh, triangle ladder match. With? Same team. Correct. Very good. Uh, no Mercy 2002. Tournament uh, to crown new tag champs for the SmackDown brand. Oh, was it? Finals between Mysterio four all-time great workers. Mysterio and Edge. Versus? Angle and Memoir. Correct. Very good. Uh, he, he shall not be named. Correct. Well, he may be named again later, too. Uh, May 21st. 2001 Raw, another makeshift tag match, memorable episode of Raw, two people dominating the company, they won the tag team championships. Oh, 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 oh. Um, two men power trap versus Correct. The, both Chris's, Jericho and Benoit. Correct. And uh, Triple H's quad, I think. A Triple H and who's his partner? Austin. Correct. I said Triple H's quad. Oh, yeah, sorry. Uh, good. And they, this list saying the number one is WrestleMania 17. I wonder what that could be. TLC 2. Correct. Uh, so I made a note of a few other ones I wanted to add. So I watched this not long ago. It was good. Considered one of the best opening matches in Royal Rumble history. Royal Rumble 1991. Tag match. A tag team from another land versus one of the classics that Spawned a superstar. Nope. Rockers. Correct. Rockers versus? British Bulldogs. A name that would not be given to a team now, I don't think, in 2022. From the Far East. The Head Shrinkers. No, Orient Express. Uh, Here's another one I know you'll know. Elimination Chamber 2014. Two of the company's most popular stables finally locking horns. Oh, yeah. Shield and and, uh, Wyatt family. Correct. Um, NXT July 11th, 2018. One of your favorite groups. Was that Undisputed Era and Mustache Mountain? Very good. I thought I was going to have to hint that. That was the one one. where uh, they had to throw in the towel. Right. It was that brief bit where they held the tag house because they won them in the UK show and then they lost them back. Um, TLC 2012 tables, tables, ladders, and chairs match. One of the best debuts in the history of yeah, sports entertainment. It's like one of my favorite matches ever. It, and uh, it is. Yeah, Shield versus uh, Team Hell No and Ryback. Team Hell No and Ryback. I love that match. That is correct. Yeah, that that was that's a as far as debut matches go, that's a fantastic match. So you crushed that. I definitely I that knew match. a lot about. I like that. I just have to name the pay per view. And mostly, I don't even have to give any more information, and you still know exactly what they are. So great work. All right, so now we're going to shift back into wrestling from this week, but it's a segment where we can talk about whatever we liked and didn't like from anything we saw this week, and that is a relatively new segment called High Spots and Rest Holds. All right, so my all of my High Spots and Rest Holds, the only, I had a busy week this week with your brother's basketball playoffs and life in general. 
Sucks to suck. So all I got through was NXT Heat Wave. So that's where all my high spots and right. um, stuff are coming. So first high spot I'll take is from NXT Heat Wave. And that was the video package that opened the show. I don't know if you saw it. Probably not, right? Just no. a really slick looking package um, narrated by William Regal. What? Crazy. Or sorry, William Regal. <laughs> that's what I wrote. Paul Heyman. That makes more sense. Um, because Heat Wave was uh, an ECW show, right? Back in the day. Right. Yeah, yeah. So he, narr- he narrated it, summarized all of the circumstances surrounding, I think, all of the matches. And it just looked really cool and was like, allowed them to cherry pick, right? Like, here's some interesting stuff from this feud. Well, we won't mention all the crap along the way sort of thing. So I thought it was really good. Do you have any? Um, yes. Hold on. Wait, I've got um, like seven. I'm on the wrong document because I don't. I'm behind on the matches I like. Um, Not so, like you to procrastinate. <clears throat> oh, wait. Well, it's exactly I just kind of like forgot you. about it. It's fine. I'm, I just put it on the do- actual doc that matters, and then I'm good. Okay. Um, so uh, one high spot from Raw. I'm as surprised as you are. Yeah. Um, Drew McIntyre had a promo on Raw. He said wrestling a lot. I watched like, it. It was very good promo. Wrestling ring. We're going to wrestle. I'm pretty um, excited at the treatment that Kevin Owens might get. Because he's yeah, back he to was being already like in the, that, yeah. He's back to like I'm a prize fighter again. Mm-hmm. I've been having too and much the other fun. Bit it, he just seems to have good intensity and passion. Felt more realistic. It felt it, it was just looked really way better. Good, actually. No sword. Like, yeah, it it just it looked good, and I can't say I ever really say that to a and promo. See, that's Raw. beautiful because that's what this this it segment is for for you to cherry pick stuff. Like yeah. you don't have to watch all of Raw, but same thing. I didn't watch Raw, but that promo came across my stuff, so I watched it right. Um, another high spot from Heatwave for me, uh, I, it was probably my match of the night, I think, and that was the opener between Carmelo Hayes wow, and Gio. Wow, that's disrespectful to Jordan Devlin. And Gio Vinci. It wasn't perfect. There was a botched leapfrog early on, and then uh, Vinci was supposed to catch Melo coming off the ropes for, I think, a brain buster. But still, when the rest of the match is so good, I can forgive a couple things easily. Uh, Vinci can honestly do anything and work any style. He looked awesome here. By the end, it felt like he was the baby face, though, because uh, it's kind of a heel versus heel matchup, or it's like you don't even know what Carmelo is, to be honest, because he gets cheered, but he kind of does heel stuff, so it's it's weird to see. Uh, Trick got involved just enough, maybe a little bit too much at the at the finish, which I'll complain about later. So that allowed Hayes to counter the a powerbomb attempt from Vinci into a roll-up. But if you look really closely, Vinci's shoulder was on Hayes' boot and not on the mat at all. So I don't think it was intentional, but that's something they could use going forward if they want to. But regardless, it was a really fun match. You? Um, so I had one from NXT. Um, it was just because I saw Gallus debuted, so they attacked him. And then you told me Davenport was also there. Yes. So it's... Uh, and clears his full time except rumored world's class special, which is official, I guess. Um, which we haven't seen since January twenty twenty. Um, which was the one we had uh Imperium versus Unspear, which I mentioned. I think that also had Balor versus Dragonov. Right. Uh, I back think in the that's day. right. And also the cruiserweight four away where Devlin uh won the title. Yeah. I remember being so happy because I was that was against Swerve Garza, and then Devlin and also Travis Banks, if you remember him. Yep. Kiwi. I do. Buzzsaw. Yes. That's yeah. right. Um, so that's confirmed now. Um, so yeah, that that's cool. Nice, Julio, Julio. Uh, another high spot for me from NXT. I thought McDonough looked good in his first big match in NXT. Didn't win, obviously, against Braun Breaker. Um, I thought Braun had his usual solid match. It's now starting to seem like a lot of his matches are really similar, right? Speed, power, win, away we go. I thought McDonough looked good because he's doing this whole like, uh, targeting strategy, I guess, and 
The story was, of course, he wanted to target Braun's shoulder, but Braun kept telling him in the match, like, it's perfectly healed, buddy. What are you going to do? So at one point, Devlin hit, like, uh, Devlin, sorry, McDonough, hit a neckbreaker over the turnbuckle. So then he started targeting um, Braun's neck, which I thought looked really good. He also hit a sweet top rope Spanish fly, followed pretty much immediately by a really nice brain buster. Um, and then they helped to keep him look strong by taking the loss, but he took three spears, in, including like standing up with blood coming out of his mouth and demanding the third spear, um, and then obviously took the gorilla press, press power slam. But I thought he looked good, um, and he actually, I was telling you, he didn't look that small to me next to Braun. I don't know if Devlin's like, it can't get taller, so I don't know what it is. Maybe Braun's not as tall More as muscular. I thought he was. But he definitely didn't look tiny, right? And you think of him as like Finn Balor size, and he definitely looked bigger than that. So I thought McDonough looked good in this. Um, I don't know. I'm hoping Braun leaves soon, just because he's ready. He doesn't need to be there anymore, so that would open a spot for him. Good. Anything else? Uh, rest hold. Yep. Seamus won a five-way match and smacked in the face Gunther for the IC title. <laughs> Um, I Old say this faithful. as a rest hold because Sheamus versus Gunther is very uninteresting. It should be solid. Like I'm not saying it'll be a bad match because they're both solid. It'll be and physical. Like yeah, it'll be yeah, it'll yeah. be good. But like, it's Sheamus. Sheamus is like the is like the he's in glass emergency break in case. Like if you don't have anything else on the go, it's grab Sheamus. Yeah, right. Um, since both of them are heels, so they're already doing a heel versus heel match. I would have rather Sami Zayn because they were also teasing like, oh, but like, yes. gonna, obviously would win. But I would like that. Cause that'd be, and like seeing work kind of face there because of Montreal. So like I don't, I, just, I miss babyface Sami Zayn. Me too. Uh, high spot again from Heatwave. Legato Del Fantasma's entrance this week looked sick. It was obviously Escobar's final match, which was a good match. I didn't mention it here, I don't think, but um, it started out with a video of them walking through the parking lot. Escobar was in his mask and wearing like an elaborate outfit. So he's walking through the parking lot. Then the other two join him and they're wearing like uh, black suits, just looking cool, strolling through. And then Electra Lopez joins them and then they walk right into the stadium from there. And Escobar was really getting like the star treatment from this. I don't know if it was like a thank you on your way out because he's been there a really long time. But they talked about like I thought he was winning the match the way they were just praising him during the match and putting him over. I'm like, why would they work so hard to put over a guy that they're sending away? So obviously he's winning and staying. but. Because it was really like star-making performance sort of and talk. And then, no, he lost. But anyways, yeah. So the entrance looked really cool. You? Um, uh, rest hold. It was like a thing you talked about in the news. Toxic Attraction. They were in the, tr the tag title tournament. They won. Uh, they're really not good. I don't want them near any of the tag <laughs> titles. Right. Since they stuck up the NXT ones. I hope this isn't their call-up yet. They shouldn't even be close. They suck so bad. Uh, rest hold from NXT Heatwave. Von Wagner promo. Are you surprised? That that's I am shocked. How dare you? So sir. I have a quote. You ready? Oh, yes. Can you do it with a lisp? No. But oh. this, so imagine his amazing delivery. The game has changed, but the rules remain the same because anybody smaller or weaker, weaker will not survive in this jungle. So is that is his new gimmick? Like he just targets small people? He's like he size-ist? He, he can't beat good people. Anyways, that's he's still really bad talking. I'm cringing thinking about it. Uh, I only have one left. You? Yeah, I got two. Go ahead. Um, high perfect. spot squash victory and rampage for Buddy Murphy. Woo! Oh, nice. Beats or pentacles Murphy's law. Miro came afterwards and kicked his head off with a Machka kick, so that was cool too. Nice. Uh, my rest hold is the finish. 
again from Heatwave. The finish to the opener in the women's match, so I talked about it. AEW's created a world where referees don't pay a lot of attention, especially to tag rules, but NXT's not that way. So for me, the finish to the Hayes-Vinci match, Trick Williams comes right into the ring. To me, that's a DQ, right? You come up on the apron, fine, the referee will admonish you, send you down, whatever. But you can't just come in the ring with the intention of getting involved somehow, yeah. right? So basically, he comes in the ring, um, and the referee does nothing. So obviously, um, Vinci turns his attention to Trick, power bombs him, right? Yeah. And that distraction when he went to power bomb Hayes is what caused him to get rolled up. So directly played into the finish one guy's like second coming into the ring and interfering no problem yeah. and then in the women's match so the story of that i don't know if you saw the finish to that um is that jade brought her kendo stick in or whatever she's calling it and was about to use it and it got taken away so again doesn't get dq'd it's like you only attempted murder you didn't murder so you're fine no charges right that you tried to use your kendo stick so anyways i guess if you don't use it I don't really. I've, they've done you, that. What they if do you? I don't, she might have even swung it at her and not hit her. Still no. I guess because it didn't actually do anything. Really? So attempted murder? You're fine. Yeah. Well, if you I didn't. wasn't successful in killing you. I <laughs> yeah. just tried to kill you. You can't well, reprimand me for that. You can't prove that I was actually trying to succeed. And then the story was that um, the other one, not Jade. Uh, <laughs> Roxy. There we go. She grabbed the kendo stick and was like conflicted about whether to use it right and it cost her i saw but anyways um yeah so that was i wasn't thrilled with that any your last one last one is a simultaneous rest hold and high spot interesting um because rest hold was the how the best friends trust versus match looked looked meh or boudreau slim j no thank you high yeah. spot trespassers didn't win <laughs> wow you're mean you brought them back in high spots and rest holds just to mock them when you already talked about them yeah that's mean <laughs> uh i it was a sh short week for me in terms of watching wrestling. Usually I watch at least Impact or MLW or something, but I did not this week. So I'm all out of rest holds and high spots. But that'll bring us to, I think, our final segment of the week, right? Which is where Jack's going to give us a quick update, I think, this week from the world of wrestling figures and whatnot. And that's what we like to call Figuring It Out with Jack. Um, just some pre-orders, which I know is very exciting for everyone. Pre-orders? Woo! So what does that mean? You can pre-order them. But like we know what they actually, it's not like just uh. Yeah, it's, it's like we already, know what it actually We've already seen like. them, yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, that reminds me, I want to pre-order that Kenny Omega with the multiple pants. As I said, that is a selling point. Right. Um, Showdown 2-pack series 11 are up for pre-order. So you have the Usos with SmackDown tag title. One tag title for a tag team. So that's kind of gross. <laughs> Yeah. Um, then we have Roman Reigns with John Cena with the Universal title, which has Reigns side plates on it, so that's cool because you got side plates on there now. Right. Um, SummerSlam 2021 match, I believe. Uh, they're basics, so. Uh, and then Becky Lynch was with versus Bianca Belair with the Robin Tyler, which has Lynch's side plates. I wish like you could have, like, if they really want to make it better, you have, since they both held that title pretty recently, you have two belts. One has Belair side plates, because I feel like my first initial idea was like you have interchangeable side plates, but yeah. like then you have loose side plates without a belt. So I just like included a whole nother belt. And then it's okay. Makes sense. Uh, Elite 97 is up for pre-orders. So it includes Seamus, which has the coat and the face mask, which is very up to date now. 
uh, in the render looks it looks exactly like the last Seamus Elite I got, which is Elite eighty four, so thirteen series before I believe. Um, it looks like the exact same Elite I have, just this one will have the different accessories and a lot of double jointed elbows. So I guess worse a redone with um better tooling. Like I guess that's it. Yeah. Omos, uh, Ronda Rousey, which is Royal Rumble twenty two with the black jacket, the weird gear she wore at Royal Rumble, when it was like the makeshift gear or whatever. Um, not a fan. Uh, Alexa Bliss with the eye makeup. She comes with Lily. Gross. Uh, then we have Chainsaw Charlie, aka Terry Funk. And you have King Woods in the white tights with the crown, which I think is actually a nice figure. I would consider getting that because sucker for a good old white gear. It's just it's the we, best. We both are. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the Chase Rain is King Woods in the dark red tights. Got like a maroon ray, red or something. That's kind of cool. Or burgundy, I think. Technically. Those are both made up words to my colorblind face. Color deficient. Whatever, same thing. Don't you know gotta what get those glasses is. someday. That'll be awesome. Yeah, there's, I gotta pay for them though. That's the problem. Well, I don't really. Uh, color deficiency a, hasn't bothered a me. Present someday, then that'll be so funny. <laughs> no, spend the money on something else I like better—a new <laughs> microphone or something. Um, then also the Elite Ninety Eight is up for pre-order soon. I don't think it actually is yet, but it's something else, so it counts. Uh, we got Rick Boogs with he'll come with the guitar, and he's got like this gray singlet, kind of the Gene look, and so that. That's something. Uh, Randy Orton with like the black and red tights. I think black tights, red logo. It's the mustache look, kind of RK Bro era. So that's something. Farouk Assad in the blue gladiator look. What? Who is that? Farouk. Oh, Farouk. Sorry. Farouk Assad. I, I only heard the last part. I'm like, I'm not. Yeah, it's Farouk in the blue gladiator look. I think look. there was a, an Assad. Oh, my goodness. That's taking me back now to you. Mm. Uh, Manny Rose in the red toxic attraction look. She comes with the big wings. Biggie in a white and blue singlet. And Finn Balor, which is the demon look from Extreme Rules last year, which is awesome because I love a good demon figure. I will always buy a demon elite because demon elites are the best. And then Chase Rance, Rick Boogs, and red singlet. Nice. That's it? Yeah. Can you believe it? We're going to come in under two hours. No. By how much do you think? Five minutes. Close. By 10. We're at 149.26. No. Damn it. You just want to talk for 10 minutes to get it there? Yeah. No. no. We've had a few not go to two hours before. I thought today might be the day only because I didn't watch a ton of wrestling. I didn't get a chance this week. You betrayed us. I did. But anyways, I think that's bringing us to the end of episode 109. Indeed. We, as always, thank you for spending any time listening to us come down here and talk about wrestling. We really do appreciate it. Love to hear from any of you if you'd like. FNS wrestling at gmail.com fns underscore wrestling underscore podcast on instagram email comes to me instagram goes to jack love to hear from you or leave a message on whatever platform you're listening to this it comes to me i will reply to you i think i've replied to everybody that's ever uh, sent me a comment i'd love to hear anything from anyone and we there's nothing special happening this weekend um, right well well we'll just i guess talk about the indie show yes yeah, we'll week, talk about our least. indie show next week when we banter and then and we'll... also we will uh tell folks if we are able to snag the dynamite tickets um right for anyone around here wanting the dynamite tickets don't forget it's uh uh august 26th which is this friday 30? at like 10 30 they go 10 a.m <laughs> is that the actual time or are you lying to people 10 a.m so 10 30 because we want to be the only ones on at 10 all oh, right yeah it's... <laughs> so we have a better chance oh sorry no it's uh it's 10 30 a.m yeah <laughs> but anyways yeah hopefully we get those tickets we'll be back to talk about our indie show and anything else we've watched in this coming week so we hope to see you all back here next saturday for episode 110 and until then folks take care